join us and open our hearts and minds. We've all been there before. Political and religious. Trying to give a speech at the world stage. The United States. Thank you very much. And those pesky dentures just won't hold up. <laughs> Stick with the plan. With Presidentures, the newest patent-pending adhesive. Presidentures come in three distinct flavors to sweeten your day. Bubblegum, traditional, and secret sauce from McDonald's Big Macs. Don't let falling dentures get you down with Presidentures. Someone's going to get offended. It's just the way the world works. So to hopefully save everyone a little time and or energy, here's this. The opinions that you hear are those of the host and callers and not those of iHeartMedia, its management, or advertisers. Ladies and gentlemen, it's the Phillips File, broadcasting high atop the iHeartMedia complex on WTKS-FM HD1. Cocoa Beach, Orlando. Available anywhere you go on the iHeartRadio app. Download it now. Groundbreaking. Critically acclaimed. And now, The Phillips File. All right, here we go. Hold your ears, folks. It's showtime. Jim Phillips use someone else. Can you hear me? Oh, there we go. Good afternoon and welcome to the Thursday edition of The File. Today is December 21st, 2017. Only three more shopping days until Christmas. What? Four, I know. Don't panic. Oh, man. Well, because I'm figuring you can't shop on Christmas Day, so you have to shop up till the 24th, right? Eh, there's some places. <laughs> yeah. Wawa, right. I think, might be open. Stop it. <laughs> hey, yeah. they have some quality stuff in there. My name is Moira. That's Jack. <laughs> Pinkman is here. Fritz is here. Hi. And today Hi. we have another special guest host, co-host uh, today, John Bustecker is here. Hey, hey. Hey, hey. Glad you're here. Thank you for being here. Thanks for having me. Uh, uh, you suck! Oh, man. That was mean. He's, yeah, there, it's a tough room. Tom and Dan made me play that. <laughs> um, now, I know John Bustecker from the newspaper. But that is many moons and long ago. It yes? is, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that so, was three, four jobs ago, I feel right. like. <laughs> All right, so catch everybody up. <laughs> if you if you listen to real radio, you may recognize the voice from Bungalore and the bus. Yep, it would right. be the bus I'm part the of bus it. part of that. That's yeah, correct. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Here's so, a hint. John Bustector will be working on Christmas Day. Consider my previous comments about Wawa. Do the math. You think I'm gonna work? You think I work at Wawa? I don't. What do you do? You I, did make I, me a why sub. don't we tell everybody what you really do? I do a lot of things. So I used to work at the newspaper here at the Orlando Sentinel. Then I worked at West TV. Didn't you also deliver pizzas? I did deliver pizzas at one point in my life. Uh, now I run a nonprofit leadership group called the Collective. I I'm a freelance videographer. I do some PR work. I I host Bungalow and the Bus. I, I stay pretty busy. It sounds like it. Yeah. Well, Just look- got done hosting an award show last week. What? Oh, yeah. Mr. Big Man. For what? What award was it? Was, it was the Change Everything Awards. And who gave this award? Uh, we are. So I work for another company called Change Everything, which helps produce the collective. Yes. And uh, we gave out awards to nonprofit leaders here in town. And actually, oh, very the, nice. the top award went to Billy Maines. Oh, in memoriam. Yeah, for yeah. All, the, all the work he did last year and, and yeah. all through his life. Yeah, Nice. Now, mm-hmm. the collective, wasn't that the nemesis on Star Trek? Possibly. Like the Borg or something? They were the collective. We thought, we thought it was just a good name for our cult. 
Did I say that on the uh, air? Yeah, oh, sorry. Heard. Yeah, you did. No, no, it's we're not dumped. a cult. <laughs> All right, and that is. <laughs> That's been in effect how long? In operation? Since about March. So we launched it back in March, and the whole idea was to help the nonprofit community and people that work in that sector uh, find community, but also give them knowledge. So we bring in uh, speakers. We've had Buddy Dyer, Chief Mina, Julie Broughton from Channel 6 spoke yes. about how to get on TV. So sort of practical knowledge, but also other types of knowledge so they can learn to be better at making change. And being nonprofits and yeah. doing the good work that they do, but yeah. many times they're the best kept secret, so you got to figure out how to get your name out there. Exactly, exactly. Also, it helps when you know that somebody else out there is doing what you do and you can help and, and learn from each other. Correct. Mm. Well, good. Mm-hmm. All right, we have a busy program planned for you today. Uh, well, not just because you're here, but yes, we're happy that you're here. We have uh, Closest to the Pin. Next hour, we are going to be pitting uh, Pinkman and Fritz uh, against each other, and a listener will who who chooses the proper person will get a You Matter business card with good luck for the rest of their life. We will also have the audio file next hour. Five-minute professor later today, angel song of the day, Dirty Jim talking about primetime kitchen, uh, also in the 5 o'clock hour. So busy, busy day. Lots of news, lots of headlines. We have the, uh, as we tick down to the end of 17, we have some of the top business stories to review, uh, one of them being the Apple 10. You know, that was like a big technology business story of, are you an Apple guy? Yeah, I have an iPhone, but I have like a hand-me-down one. I'm not like super into it. I heard You're Jack has like the 8, and he was supposed to get the 10. That's what somebody was saying the other day. Oh, that wow. was Jack saying that. Yeah. Oh, okay. No, no, no. It's not that I was supposed to. I was <laughs> looking when I had both options available to me. I opted to go with the 8 because it was going to be- Cheaper. It was half the price of what I would have paid for the 10. Yeah. And I could have it a month sooner, and I thought there may be some issues with the 10. But now, he looks so longingly at those people with the 10. I apparently was wrong with the issues. It's all the same. It's all the same, Jack. pretty damn good phone. It's all the same. It seems to me that he is, he's doing a little coveting. (laughs) I I think I have a a, a nerve damage from whole, like the 8 Plus is heavy- it's heavier. So oh, it weighs it weighs one point oh, two ounces instead of one point eight ounces or something <laughs> yeah, like that. I think I got some nerve damage in the arm. Now I need to get massages on a regular basis. Oh, for Pete's sake! <laughs> yeah, you know people of older generations had real things to complain about, and you're worried about an iPhone 10 versus an iPhone I was, 8. Why are you looking at me? Stop it! We're just talking about old people. <laughs> I, you know what? I've had it. He's been here five minutes. He's already telling me I'm in the old person bucket. It's my, like, I like my, him. My world problems. Yeah. yeah, that's right. First world problems, most definitely. I was talking to somebody today about that. You know, they were talking about putting, I don't know whether it was artwork or something, and they're like, I just don't have any big walls big enough to, you know, to put this thing. I'm thinking, that is a first world problem <laughs> when you were agonizing over where to put a picture, you know. But yeah, this is uh, the Phillips file. Jim is enjoying in a couple of extra days of, or a couple of extra weeks, actually, of his Christmas vacation. We will all be back together again on Wednesday, the 3rd. Of, of January, so Ooh. that'll be that'll be good, you know, to have every the, the file all back together, the, the, putting the band back together. Yeah, yeah. You know, for four days next week, uh, next year, so that'll be good. The band is back together uh, starting on Wednesday, January third. So, so that's what we have today. Now, in the news, if I could just do a brief roundup. Uh, today, there was a big vote in the United Nations. Normally, this would never lead my news, ever, never, but uh, the president, the Trumpster, was really. Uh, throwing shade at people who take money from the United States and vote against us. Uh, there was a vote because this administration has decided um, that the capital of Israel 
should be Jerusalem. This is a very controversial thing. As you're trying to mediate peace in the Middle East, uh, this is a, absolutely a hot button for the Palestinians and a two-state solution. So uh, the president, without probably any knowledge of any of this backstory, decided <laughs> that the um, capital should be Jerusalem. Well, of course, the United Nations and all of the Arab states and all of the, you know, they absolutely went bazoo about this. And more than, I think it's 120 or 120, 100, more than 100 countries basically thumbed their nose at the Trumpster and, and this cockamamie decision to make Jerusalem the capital of Israel. He's taking names. And he is. And he says, I'm not giving you a nickel. You know, and so I, don't, I don't know if Donald Trump knows 128 countries. <laughs> I think he would have be hard pressed Ooh, to, get, to come up with some. I don't think I could name 128. No, I yes, you totally yeah, could. Yeah, you totally could. No, we're all stupid. No, I don't believe. Uh, America, our, America. Canada. Mauritania. Monrovia. That's all I got. No. Yeah. I, I, look. And Xanadu. No, Xanadu. that's yeah. not a place for, for real. Yeah, no, uh, they, I've seen Citizen there's Kane. There's one more on the tip of What is it? Mexico. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and Africa. Done. No, that's not a country. <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. It's on the map. So. It, yeah, me it does say that on the map, yeah. Trump has threatened to cut off financial aid to countries who voted um, against us uh, on this one and the decision to recognize Jerusalem. So um, his warning may have had some impact, but not a lot. Um, it looks like some people may have been a little timid or tentative about casting a vote against the United States, but I don't believe that there were a ton of um, of people who, who rallied to that. So that was something that went on today, uh, further inflaming uh, the Arab-Israeli very, very fragile uh, peace process. But I feel confident because Jared Kushner's in charge of it all. <laughs> so now I feel much relieved that Jared is going to swoop in and uh, and fix all of that. Now, closer to home, uh, there has been controversy over... Uh, the Westgate condominiums, uh, they are building a gigantic complex, and there was one widow lady who was a holdout. Yeah, she's right? had it for like 30 years, this right? condo. And they came and they took everybody else's house. They paid them off, 100000 here, 150000 there, whatever, and she's not budging. She said, I'm sticking in this house, and they came and they took down everything around her. All exposing her home to the elements, right? They yeah. took down an outside. Oh yeah, they like hit. They took one of the walls off, yeah, and they an had to put a tarp wall, there. Right, and... an outside wall. They just oh, oh, sorry, we didn't know that was part <laughs> of your apartment. So they took down an outside wall. This poor widow lady. I, I mean, I call her that, but this is, I think, a, a second home for her. It turns out she bought it with her late husband. It's a two bedroom, two bath condo. Bought it thirty two years ago. Where is this exactly? Like, does anybody it's, know exactly where it's at in Orange County? Yeah, kind of over there, it's you know. that one spot. All right. You know, it's, it's over Somewhere. there. She's 83 years old. The and, right. and Westgate, oh. <laughs> you know, Westgate has been hawking this lady since 2004. Sell, sell, nudging sell, and nudging sell, and nudging sell, and nudging. Sell, say, sell it. And she said no. And she thumbed her nose. She wasn't doing it. And uh, it turns out Westgate owned everything else but this. Yeah. One teeny little apartment in the middle of this condo complex. And it turns out today that Westgate paid, although for them, like me asking you for a piece of chewing gum, you know, they paid her $1.5 million for her damaged condo. Yeah. 30 years old, mm -hmm. middle of nothing around it. I yeah. think she, I oh, think she made is. the right decision. It sits between Big Sand Lake and Interstate 4. Does all that right. help you at all? Kind of. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, it's over there. You know. no. What? 
I don't know. I'm just saying. She was, won. She won that one. Yeah. Yeah. Totally right. I get Big Sand Lake mixed up with Little Sand Lake. There is a Little Sand Lake. Yeah, really? I get it mixed uh, up all the time. I think there is. Yeah. yeah. And then Big Dirt Lake. No, there's not that. <laughs> Turkey nope. Lake. But this, mm-hmm. there is Turkey Lake. Ham Lake. Yeah. No. Mm-hmm. Chicken Lake. No, there's none of that. Mm-hmm. Finger Lake. That's true. That's something. <laughs> Chicken uh, Finger Lake. No. <laughs> no. Uh, it turns out that the, this... With honey mustard, please. <laughs> now, that's a good time. Wawa. Honey mustard, yeah. Blake. We were talking Destination sometime... Destination dining, I tell you. It was yesterday. We were talking about Publix Fried Chicken. I don't know why. Oh, it's so good. We were talking about Publix Fried Chicken. You're gosh darn right. And, and I, that's a good time. If you're in the grocery store and they have fresh... Public, I mean, in those squares, you know, those paper. I think uh, the carry- monsters were talking about this today as well. I don't know. I, I'm a big fr- fan of the rotisserie one. Oh, that's, that's a, a good oh, one. Yeah. It's only four ninety nine for like a giant piece of chicken, and then they're like, "Do you want sides with it?" Well, of course I do. <laughs> yeah. Yes, and indeed. then they put yeah. in a ton of rice and beans and whatever you want. Really? Plus, you get a little roll with it. It's oh, like a little cooked. roll, all for four ninety nine, yeah. which is a better deal than a pub sub, I think. And who said? Yeah, yeah, totally right. But those are still good. They are pretty good. I had a chicken tender sub over the weekend. Yeah. Ooh, girl. (laughs) Wait, and we have got to talk in a little while. I know we have a hectic schedule at this hour with the news and all of that. We have Huntley Brinkley here doing the reports. (laughs) Binky Um, and Bonky. Binky, right, right. You know, frickin' frack uh, here. Um, But I do want to talk about Pinkman's comedy career. Oh, and his, his comedy career, I mean, he said he had something over the weekend, and it, it just triggered that, that not only did Pinkman have a tender, chicken tender thing from Publix, but he also performed comedy in someone's foyer or living room living or something. Living room, thank you. Oh, sorry, it was the bigger venue in yes. the home. Yeah, that's <laughs> I've right. been upgraded. It's the bigger room in the, in yeah, the comedy club. Right. <laughs> it, was, right, it was lovely, and I must find, we had somebody who worked here years ago used to talk about bands playing in, like, Melissa's foyer or something. Hot water music, yeah. That's right. Mm-hmm. And oh, yeah. Yeah, I forgot about the name of that. Yeah. Thank you. That makes me feel much better. It I was knew a hot it... mess. That's what it was. It, right. Yeah. And they, they sang and they played in, in like Melissa's foyer yeah. or whatever. And we just would bust out. We said, this is a thing? People go to your house and they do a band like, came and played in her house. Yep. And, a band yeah. came and played in her home. It was shocking. I used to play in basements where I grew up. No, you did yeah, not. Yeah, my band used to play at basements. Yeah. Basements of Florida. Yeah. No, I grew up uh, in Michigan. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Basements yeah. of well, Detroit. Yes. They'd freeze to death outside. That's true. That's a good point. Yeah. Uh, this is the Phillips File. We are glad you're with us. If you would like to get involved and, and call us up, that is absolutely acceptable. 407-916-1041. If you are out of the area, toll-free 888-978-1041. Or text in 77031. Uh, and we will read your text. We may even use them on the air. So uh, I don't know if we'll respond to you in a favorable way, but, you know, take your chances. 77031. This is The File on Real Radio 104.1. This sounds like it may be uh, surf music, but oh no. This is the music for our news crew, and that is Pinkman and Fritz. Over to you, Pinkman. What's in the headline? Yeah. Oh. Well, I thought that was the picture. Like... That is a surf song. That is yeah. our surf song. <laughs> John knows. Mm-hmm. He used to play this in basements in Michigan. I did. Yeah, I did. There's Warm. not much surfing going on in Detroit. Just uh, very true. Great lakes, great waves. Uh-huh. <laughs> What's in the news, Pinky? Uh, news Day is brought to us by McDonald's. Uh, yes. I am loving it. <laughs> there it is. There it is. Uh, the Republicans are celebrating the most sweeping overhaul of the U.S. tax system in 30 years. Mm. Ooh, Ooh spooky. It's President Trump and Republican lawmakers' largest legislative achievement of the year, uh, the passing of the bill that will overhaul the U.S. tax system. 
Uh, Trump's quoted as saying, it's always a lot of fun when you win. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll be so sick of winning. I know, I heard it. I'm so, already sick of winning. Yeah, I'm, I'm really, I, and I, I think I looked on the chart, and I think I save a uh, dollar forty-two or something. Cool. You know, it's like I'm really rolling in it with this tax. It's, it's cut. people like Pinkman that are going to get the big windfall. I think. No, actually, we're <laughs> building the. We are building the um, deficit on the backs of Pinkman. That's true. You yeah. know, and me too. To oh, be yeah, honest, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. true. Too. Yeah, we're both poor. <laughs> Thank you, gentlemen. No, it's your millennials, welcome. really. I don't care how much you make. It's, millennials are going to have to saddle that debt. He said, we are making America great again. Oh, boy. Uh, calling out congressional Republicans who helped guide the bill through Congress on a tight timeline. Uh, despite a roadblock which called for a revote, the bill passed the House a second time with a 224 to 201 vote with zero support from Democrats. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah. That's how things work. Yep. Yay, taxes. Over to you, Fritz. Thank you, Pink Man. <laughs> Yay, taxes. Mo, as you were, uh, <laughs> as you were uh, mentioning earlier, President Trump has strong words for countries backing a U.N. resolution opposing the recognition of Jerusalem as Israel's capital. Did he say they were going to kill them? What did he say? Well, strong words. Very strong. Yeah, he threatened to the end... The strongest words, really. He yeah. Yeah. knows the strongest, the biggest words. What yeah, did he yeah, say? Yeah. He threatened to end financial aid to countries that back a U.N. resolution opposing the recognition mm. of uh, Jerusalem. Uh, quote, they take hundreds of millions of dollars and even billions of dollars. you got to do that with the hand. And then they vote against us. <laughs> Tiny hands. Let yeah. them vote against us. <laughs> believe me. Did he say believe me? That's his specialty. Believe uh, it's me. not in my report here. Okay. But he uh, ends with, let them vote against us. We'll save a lot. We don't care, unquote. We don't care? That's what what kind of president is that? We don't care. That's a quote. I have no idea. I don't know. I, I'm oh, not hi, privy Mark. to that information. All right. <laughs> uh, the president's comments come ahead of a UN General Assembly vote on a resolution opposing any recognition of Jerusalem as Israel's capital. And he's already been instructed by the U.S. State Department to start work on moving the U.S. Embassy. But this process will take years, apparently. Yeah, just long enough for a Democrat to get in the White House, and then they'll stop that nonsense. On over to you, Pink Man. <laughs> Thank you, Fritz. <laughs> Many so family. Uh, you know, uh, we're just. It's just a personal joke. Never you mind. He's having fun. Let him have fun. Look really? how happy he is. Look, he's yeah. happy, smiling. I am. I, am. I like this ping pong that we got going on here. Back to you, Pink Man. It's back pink to you, Fritz. Back to you, Pinky. Yeah. What? Yeah, it's Binky and Bonky to you. <laughs> He's and I'm Binky Bonky. Okay. <laughs> no, very good. Glad we cleared that up. Many families across America have been left scrambling after learning nearly 2 million kids could be dropped from health coverage next month if uh, Congress fails to renew the Children's Health Insurance Program funding known as CHIP. Weird. Who saw that coming? Roughly 1.9 million children could lose their insurance in January. According to a new report from Georgetown University Center for Children and Families, another one million could lose coverage not by the fake news, right? end of February. Not that I've seen. I, what I understand is that the government may run out of money by tomorrow, but I think they're going to kick the can down the road for a week or two yeah. so that they can get through Christmas and New Year's, and then it'll be totally a, a screw up because then people don't know if they're going to be able to collect, you know, their children will be, uh, you know, they're on some kind of um, ventilator and they're going to what? I mean, how are those families going to manage it? Couldn't I, tell you. I saw a story. I forget where what I was watching. I saw a story this morning and it's heartbreaking that these families have no, no plan. They have no way of keeping their children Healthy and safe. It was on dialysis, I think. Yeah. Or there was some kind of heart machine, something. And I thought, oh, my God. And they don't have any idea if their kid is going to be permitted to stay in the program. I, 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 I don't know. And it doesn't seem like there's much 
conversation about this. Uh, you know, they voted along party lines, as one of you just mentioned. You know, Democrats voted against it. The Republicans voted for the tax thing. And the the flotsam and jetsam, you know, the, the collateral damage from all of that vote is going to affect very real people and, and little kids and stuff. And it just it breaks my heart. I feel like, I mean, it's really easy when you when you don't have this situation. If you don't have kids that are sick and, and your kids yes. are healthy. But when I work with a lot of families with the groups that I do stuff with, right. with the collective and you know, some of the nonprofits work with kids that are battling cancer, and you're right. They don't know where to turn sometimes. Right. I mean, they are on some sort of government assistance, or they get it maybe from the state or from the mm-hmm. federal government, and then all of a sudden you say, all right, well, in three weeks, this might you're be done. gone. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's a scary thought. Mm-hmm. Right. States including Colorado, Utah, Connecticut, and Virginia have already notified enrollees that their coverage could be terminated at the top of 2018 unless Congress acts in the coming days. Alabama is already planning to freeze enrollment as of January 1st, a month before the state will completely shut down its program, covering roughly 84,000 children. So that's uh, that's nice. That's, and all. No, happy Merry Christmas mm, to you. Happy yes. holidays and happy New Year, because yeah. this is what happens. You know, get through now and then afterwards. I don't know how you're going to get your kid the medicine, the treatment, the surgery that he or she needs, because there's no plan in place in your state. You read a list now of five states that are going to, you know, shut it down at the beginning of the month or in the middle of the month of January. So uh, I, I would like to ask those people who voted for it, what do you plan now? You know, what, what's a plan? Who's got, I'm a planner person, you Tra- know? I want to know what is the plan. Put it there's in your no, Franklin planner. There's no plan, Pinkman. Eat some cucumber sandwiches and get on your boat. Well, yeah, yeah. you know, Gary Cohn, who is the, not Treasury, because that's Mnuchin. Gary Cohn is a, also an economic advisor of some sort in, in this administration, right? Is he the guy that looks like the evil Gary Shandling? <laughs> I think it is. No, no, that's, no, no, that's Mnuchin. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, that's Mnuchin. <laughs> Gary no, Cohn's a baldy head. But and, he looks like someone else, another actor, and I can't remember, male pattern, baldness, dark hair. Oh, what is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, know. it's not It's not Phil oh. Silver. No, it's somebody. But you anyway, know, come on, Pinkman. I can't it. remember the guy's All name. All I know but is we... his tweet was... You know, they said, what are you doing now? It's almost like I was waiting for him to say, I'm going to Disney World. No. He said, I'm going to Aspen, where they don't have any snow and it's very cold. <laughs> and I thought, really? You entitled snot. Re- that's what your answer? And and it's, you know, look, it's only 84,000 kids in Alabama who are off the roll. Uh, all right. Don't get me started. I'm getting I'm getting to Well, just Gary be- Cohn, he was the president of Goldman Sachs. Yeah, that's right. As we drain the swamp, right? <laughs> sorry. Okay, sorry. Who's next? I'm sorry. Um, over also to you, Fritz. <laughs> oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Um, mm-hmm. Do you guys want to hear something cool that uh, I'd love know, President I want to hear something good. All right. No. So no, far, the news has been all terrible. Good news is the next segment, John. Okay, all right. <laughs> what is it? Uh, president Donald Trump commuted the sentence of Shalom Rubashkin, an Iowa kosher meatpacking executive who was sentenced to 27 years in prison for money laundering. This is the first time Trump's used the presidential power. Uh, Rubashkin, the 57-year-old father of 10, has served more than eight years of his sentence. He was convicted in 2009 for submitting fake banking invoices on behalf of Agri-Processors, a large kosher meat packing plant owned by his father. The phony invoices claimed that the plant was doing much better so they could borrow more money. This is where I am embarrassed and all transparency. Anytime there's a Jew in the news, it makes me like I'm wincing now. It's it's the Jew news. And, and, you know, you hear about these Orthodox guys, you know, and these kosher butchers and Mm -hmm. they're doing all kinds of tomfoolery with the books or not really koshering the meat or what. 
It's like, oh, no. I got embarrassed when there was Bernie Madoff. Or, you know, it's like, please don't have it be a Jew. <laughs> please don't make it a Jewish thing. Please. And, and here it is. So now it's like, Mr. Rabushkin, you know, okay, what do you know about Mr. Rabushkin? Right. Right? So, he probably had a bar mitzvah. That's what we know about Mr. <laughs> Rabushkin. You know, and, and now he and his father are doing some cooking the books, you know, kosher cooking the books, but not so kosher. Now yeah. he's out of jail. This came out. Um, he, he got pardoned <laughs> exactly. by Trump. Did Trump mention he was Jewish? Because usually when Trump talks about Jews, he never mentions, like with the Holocaust, he doesn't mention they're Jews. But in this case, did he mention they were Jews, that he was helping the Jews or something? Uh, not that I see. No. This, this came after the urging of uh, numerous members of Congress and a long list of high-ranking law enforcement uh, officials who said the sentence was far too harsh for a first-time nonviolent offender. And that was something nice about President Trump. Oh, okay. There's something nice, nice about, about President Trump. Yeah. When we come back, we're going to finish up the news. We have birthdays. We have the food day of the month uh, as we tick down to, what is it, 21st. Oh, two keepers today in the food area. All of this as the file continues with... Um, John Bostecker hey, hey. and Jack Pitt, Fritz and I was going to say Pitts, Pitts and Frankman. And, uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. We're, we're an accounting firm. More news, more birthdays, more everything with the uh, Fritz and Pinky or Pitts and Frankie. There you go. Yeah, there it is. Uh, today is the first day of winter. And it is I also can feel it outside. Yeah, oh, it's it so loud. cold. Yeah. So nice. 75 instead oh, yeah. of 85. Yeah. That means it's my sister's birthday. Excuse me for a moment. Oh, you're going to have to phone her up? Yeah. Okay, yeah. Bye. December 21st, 2017. And today is national. There are two days. Both of them are awesome. One of them is National Hamburger Day. Oh, Ooh, okay. yeah. I like okay. that. Best hamburger in Orlando. You know what? My I, house. Dub's Dread makes a pretty good hamburger. They do make a the great tap burger. room makes a good hamburger. They do. Always, you can't go wrong there. Uh huh. That's that's. So I, does Johnny. Johnny's other side, and oh, Johnny's yeah. all those Johnny's bars. <laughs> Johnny, Johnny, Johnny. Johnny, Johnny. Yeah, they make good burgers there. Uh, also today, if Johnny you're not Rivers, what? no, if no. you're not a burger person and you're a fruit person, a vegetarian, Fritz, it's a day for you. It's also National Kiwi Day. Johnny nice. Rocket. Okay. I don't think I've ever had more than like two kiwis in my life. Two slivers of kiwi yeah. or two whole kiwis. I don't or... even know if I know how to cut it. <laughs> You have to peel it. Yeah, we'll see. This yeah. is why I haven't had one. <laughs> yeah. That's why they have YouTube. Yeah. Oh, that's right. They can teach you how to... Te- anything. They can teach you how peel to and... anything. Yeah, serve a kiwi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Actually, you have to... there's a very small window of ripe with a kiwi. Smaller you know? than a banana? Uh, oh, bananas are good when they're brown, like when they're browning. Ew, no, brownie. No, no, yeah, no, brown no, 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 You're right. Yeah, you're my wife eats them when they're like super green, which I is like gross. Those. Yeah. No, wow. I prefer that. But That's at least you, sour. it's easy to tell. You get something like a pineapple you don't or know melon. What's inside. It's like yes. you're, you're thumping it. And <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> what's it supposed to sound like? Cutting your thumb on a pineapple. Oh, By the way, these like out. national days are, yeah, are garbage. Them. No, they're I not think garbage. They're garbage. Tell her about that. They're garbage. They're just made. That's so not true. They, I think the people buy that it's day. It's the only thing Moira has I in think, their life every day. This is what she looks for. I'm so excited I think this. public relations companies invented these days so they can tout their wares to news organizations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, today, I think the National Kiwi mm. Foundation, <laughs> uh, the National Kiwi Fund, or the yes. National Kiwi Foundation yeah. uh, said, we're going to buy a day. So or they, a bunch of New Zealanders. I used to get this yeah. all the time. <laughs> yeah. They would say, oh, it's National, National Margarita Day. Can oh, we come in and show off our margaritas? And, Deal. Yeah, I guess. I mean, uh-huh. Yeah. So. I love that. 
I don't know. <laughs> oh, there are so many good days, and some of them don't fit the season. You know, on Christmas Day, we won't be here, but on it's... Christmas Day? It's on pumpkin, Christmas Day. Pumpkin pie day. All right. <laughs> that you know, doesn't that seems weird. It should be a Thanksgiving Fake time. news. Right? So the pumpkin pie people got shut out of Thanksgiving, yeah. so they picked Christmas Day for their day. Pinkman calls it Jesus's day. Oh, that's yeah. nice. He's the reason for the <laughs> season. Oh, that's lovely. That's... We're going to say Merry Christmas now. That's... You know that, right? Yeah. There's no war on Christmas. We Merry brought Christmas. it back. Yeah, Thank yeah, you, yeah, Pinkman. You guys brought Christmas. I didn't know Christmas went away, but... It did. Thanks no. for bringing it for back. Eight, for the past eight years, it's been gone. Uh, no. Take <laughs> that, Starbucks. And uh, on the 26th, which is Boxing Day, right? 26th? Uh, it's candy cane day. So I think they've sort of missed That's out. Fair. <laughs> you know, like, but shouldn't it be pre-Christmas day? Then, anyway. No, because you get a bunch on Christmas day in your stocking, and then you're eating them all day oh, on Boxing Day. all day, day on the 26th. That's true. So I'm giving you a little preview into next week's uh, food days. Yeah. But today, Kiwi Day, Hamburger Day. and not back- che- But not cheeseburger. It's hamburger day. Hamburger. Cheeseburger oh, has its own day. And we oh. can't put cheese on it then? Nope. So no deal. Can you have a falafel hamburger? Or would it just be a falafel burger? A fa- you don't say falafel burger. That's weird. It'd be a falafel, a falafel sandwich. sandwich. No, it's a burger, though. No. Like a patty? It isn't. I order it all the time. Where? It's not a burger. From Mediterranean oh, Gourmet. I have tried it. It's really good. Is it? It's really good. Yeah, Ooh. it's really good. Do they make it the size of a hamburger, or is it yes. like little falafel? This it's just little, little falafel. And it's not a burger. It's your... got pickles and condiments on it. How is it not a burger? That's how they serve falafel. You put pickles and condiments on yourself and call yourself a burger? <laughs> Touche. Is there any more news or are we done? No, we're done. Oh, uh, no, we're done. No, you're not In done. In the show. <laughs> Good night, everybody. Oh, my God. Drew Garabo is next. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what's, do you have your calendar, your food calendar? Yes, in front I do. Of, what's December 30th? December 30th. Oh, this is an awful day. Champagne. December 30th? Oh, yeah. wait, that's the 31st. It's. Yeah. The 31st is Champagne Day. Wait, yes. really? Yes. Yes. Honest to God, for New Year's Eve, I guess. Oh, so I don't have to well, check that one off, Pinkman. Points. Thanks for nothing. How is that uh, a food? Because of calories <laughs> and alcohol? They have lots of things that are drinks. You know, we've had over the years, there's been, you know, as you said, a margarita day, yeah. eggnog day, this and that. Turns out the 30th is like one of the worst days ever. Yes. It's National Baking Soda Day. Oh, man. I mean, like, it's good for baking. That, pretty lame. That is lame, <laughs> right? funny because to Bustecker's point, I have this rep or someone pushing on us. Oh, yeah. Uh, December 30th, and they say it's National Bacon Day. You say baking soda baking day. Baking soda. They say it's National Bacon Day. Oh, bacon soda. Maybe they just don't think you're going to check, and so they're trying yeah, to get I'm on sorry, the show. I have, a, yeah. have it all written down. <laughs> hey, I'm on an interview. Bacon nope. soda sounds like a Primus album, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Do you know 16% of Americans say they can't live without bacon? Oh, stop it. Americans. One in five Americans say, agree, it's real bacon or the highway. Wait, wait, was this the pitch to get on? <laughs> this is from the yeah, bacon yeah. Uh-huh. Two uh, times as many Americans prefer thin-cut bacon. All right. So wait, are you going to be on, are you on air on the 30th? No. So this uh, person, no, Saturday. this person doesn't know that. No idea. <laughs> they no, just, they no, just no. pitched it blind. But they may say, hey, you know, how about an interview leading up to oh, okay. National Bacon Day? Are you going to have them on? No. Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> Is there any more news? Oh, yeah, we've we've got news. Um, Betsy DeVos. Let's talk about Betsy DeVos, huh? Oh, boy, one of my favorites. (laughs) The education department is slashing student debt relief. What? Didn't she make the flag? That's Betsy Ross. (laughs) Close enough. (laughs) Betsy DeRoss. Halfway there. No. Betsy DeRoss dress for less. Stop it. Thank you, John. No, You're thank welcome. you. Did you tell that in the in the living room during your comedy yeah, set? That's, yeah, I did. Yeah. All right. It's a good one, right? Oh, I thought he just looked at uh, uh, Bus Decker and said, hmm, Ross, dress for less. <laughs> oh. He goes to thrift stores. Thank you. There's a difference. There is. That's totally. a quality find. Thrift store, that's a way to go. 
My daughter said she got a pair of jeans with some name that I never heard of, but it was like a big deal. Yeah. She, the, normally was it Jordash? No, it was it not was, Jordash. It was Sassoon. Levi's. No, it, was, no, it wasn't. I was heard it of Bugle them. Boy? No. <laughs> no, it wasn't, but it was one of these like like really expensive kind of pants. Jinkos. Oshkosh Bagash. <laughs> no. No, no. It had two names. It was like... Oh no! I'm true gonna to... religion. Yes, yeah. maybe. Oh, yes. Maybe is that expensive pants? Are those yeah, expensive they are jeans? Expensive. She got them at Goodwill in Atlanta for twenty eight bucks. Oh, that's so expensive she, for she, Goodwill. She was, but they were, you know, the true religion pants are like one hundred and twenty eight dollars yeah, yeah, together yeah, for twenty eight. Yeah, yeah. You're like happy as a. Anyway, sorry. Back to the news. Good so for yeah, that Goodwill. By the way, that's a lot of income generated for that Goodwill. Mm-hmm. 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 So the education department is slashing student debt relief. Oh, no. Just so you know, for students who were defrauded by their colleges, Education Secretary Betsy DeVos says the move will, quote, protect taxpayers from being forced to shoulder massive costs that may be unjustified. Under the new process, students' loan forgiveness will be determined by a student's income. Basically, only co-eds making less than half of their peers are making... Oh, sorry, will receive full relief, the department said. Cool, I qualify. Making <laughs> half of their peers. Well, I... Less than half. So what do they, like, find everybody who's 24 and see what they're making, and then if you make less than half, you get full debt I, relief? Yeah. How do they, how do they, I don't understand how they count statistics. They know, yeah. Oh, did you go to school, Pigman? I did. <laughs> <laughs> I know, it's shocking. Oh, boy. I have nothing to show for it, but no, yeah, I did. that's not true. Except for your school debt. Yeah, it's a, it's oh, a good boy. time. He and um, Jack are both alum of UCF. Really? Yeah, yes. Nope. Would oh, you wow. believe it? We're not in the Nicholson School of Communication Hall of, Hall of Fame yet. Not yet. Yeah. Communication. Not is yet. You guys didn't graduate the same year, though, right? No, not it the same year. Right. One yeah. of us yeah. graduated cum laude. Really? Yeah. I'm me. guessing Jack on that one. <laughs> hey, what are you saying? What are you trying to say, bro? If I had to bet. Sorry, that's I was too busy on. being cool. <laughs> <laughs> this is why I would bet on Chad. Yeah. I didn't have that issue. Oh boy! <laughs> I know the head of that school. I could probably get. I could probably put in a good word yeah, for bro, him. Mr. Nicholson. Yeah. Well, I, I'd like. <laughs> I think my, he's probably uh, dead. I'd like no, my photo not. next no? to Bob. No, Bob I know. Salt. He goes oh. to my temple. No, then he's uh, alive. No, he's so alive. Why don't you put in a good word for yeah. these yeah. two? Get us on the wall. All right, on the wall. We yeah. want. We want to be next to Bob Opsall. All yeah. right. No, if, Rick, sure. if Rick Brunson and Tim Brown are listening, get these guys in the uh, Hall of Fame. Yes, Tim we, Brown. I was a big fan when you were with the Raiders. <laughs> same <laughs> number eighty-one. Speed kills. I, I don't know what any of that means. <laughs> we want to be same level or higher than Opsall. Just so you know. Okay. All right. All right. I don't All know. Right. He's only been on there for 50 years. And I, well, I he's Tom, off now. Tom Van, yeah. you know, would like to be on the wall. I don't think so. Oh. Put us there. All right. I, I can put in a phone call. Thank you. Right. Back All to right. you, Pitts. <laughs> Thank you. I went there for a semester. Maybe me too. No. Uh, <laughs> Senator Al Franken has released an official date of his Senate departure, quieting yeah. talk that he may reverse his resignation. It's going to be January 2nd. Oh. He plans to officially leave the, U the U.S. Senate on January 2nd. The announcement put to rest the growing questions surrounding the timing of the Minnesota Democrats' departure, causing many to speculate that he might reverse his resignation, doing the old flip-flop Frankie. Oh, in other words, rescinding his resignation? Right, but yeah, oh, he's... Never yeah, heard of such a thing. He's, he's going he's gonna to leave then. He's going to legislate four days a week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no. oh, no, that was Pinkman. good, Pinky. What? I, I just said, Pinkman, take it away. Oh, yeah. pardon me. Take it away, know. friend. Huh? Details are still coming in about the Amtrak train that derailed on Monday. Oh, yeah. uh, as we mentioned earlier in the week, the train was traveling at 80 miles per hour in a 30 mile per hour zone on a track just south of Tacoma. 
Uh, it killed three people and left more than 100 injured. Amtrak's co-CEO apologized for the derailment, saying it has been, quote, a wake-up call. He said it's not acceptable that we are involved in these kind of accidents, and we are terribly sorry to the people involved. Mm. Uh, the three victims have been identified as Benjamin Grand, Jim Hamre, I'm sorry, and Zach Will Hoyt. Mm-hmm. Uh, at least 24 people injured in the crash are still hospitalized. Mm. Well, may they have a quick and speedy recovery. I'm saying. Mm. That was the first run, too, they said. Inaugural. Yeah, yeah uh-huh. that was the first time they did they like, that They went down the track thing. and... Whoosh, yeah, right off the right over <laughs> over the cliff there. Yep, over the bridge onto the interstate below. Bing boom. Yeah, and the conductor didn't get hurt. They said he might have been talking to the other the trainee that was in the in the. Oh, cab there was a trainee. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. showed that stretch right before the turn. I couldn't imagine pro- approaching that thing at eighty miles an hour. Oh, oh, no. oh this is cool. Uh-uh. He is, must... it, is it like the Fairbanks turn? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just about. Call John Micah. He'll know what to do. Yeah. yeah. If not, call John Morgan. He'll know what to do. <laughs> That's exactly right. That is exactly right. Back to you, Fritz. <laughs> oh, what? Oh, thank oh, you. What? A lawyer for um, Olympic icon Michaela Maroney. Is yes. that yes. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Michaela Maroney, Maroney yeah. says that U.S. gymnastics paid her to keep silent about abuse she suffered at the hands of oh, a former yeah. team doctor, Larry Nasser, Is it Nasser? Uh, yes. Yeah, he's a um, creep. John Manley, the uh, attorney for the family, has filed a suit contending the USAG sought to buy her silence, mm. paying her a reported $1.25 million. I thought her lawyer was Gloria Allred. No, uh, John Manley. She, yeah. may, she at one point was represented by Gloria Allred, who may have known the details of it and sort of encouraged her to, you know, shush it up. Yep. Um, uh, he says, uh, I want people to understand that this kid had no choice. She couldn't function. She couldn't work. They were willing to sacrifice the health and well-being of one of the most famous gymnasts in the world because they didn't want the world to know that they were protecting a pedophile doctor. Yeah, Damn. U.S. Gymnastics is getting in trouble now. Of course, this, Nasser. This stuff never turns – I mean, obviously, it shouldn't turn out well, but it never turns out. Like, when you want to keep secrets like that, it will it's eventually gonna, come out. And I don't, don't understand why – well, all right, but, but a lot if of times it's successful. All right, but we it, just don't know. It's true, but it, I feel like it makes it worse. I mean, it's even worse that they've said, "Well, we knew about this for ten years." I always right. tell my kids, "The lie is going to be worse than yeah. anything you guys do." Yeah, right. it's the same stuff. I mean, with the Jerry Sandusky stuff at Penn State, yeah. if if the coach there would have just said, "You know what? This happened, and we're going to fire him." His legacy wouldn't have been tarnished like it is. Correct. What was the line? Not Sandusky, the other guy. Right. Paterno. Paterno. Yeah. What's the line from the Bible about what we do in the dark Joe gets Paterno. exposed in the light? Yeah, that's in a Johnny Cash song. I always think that. <laughs> well, that's kind of the Bible to some. You know. Right. So, yeah, that's kind of like JC, right? Johnny Cash. So I always yeah. think of JC. Oh, my gosh. Um, I'm not going to go into the details because it's pretty sick Thank and Thank you. Disturbing. I don't want to talk about it. But, uh,. Uh, Maroney transformed from a bubbly, positive, loving, world-class athlete into a young adult who was deeply depressed, at times suicidal. I'm sorry. Over to you, Pinkman. Thank you, Fritz. Uh, speaking of sports, LeVar Ball is starting a league for players to skip college. Oh, no. <laughs> He's starting a school for people with horrible fathers who push them into weird scenarios. Yeah, He's starting kinda. a school so people can go to said school in order to skip school. Yes, it's like that X-Men for basketball. That is absolutely genius. Oh, that he is told weird. ESPN yesterday that he is... that he the has... dad? Is he talking about the dad? Yes. Okay. He told ESPN yesterday that he is starting a basketball league for high school graduates who don't want to attend college before launching an NBA career. Uh, He says his junior basketball association will be fully funded by 
his big baller brand. Oh, I thought he was going to say Vince McMahon. He's going to make the XNBA or whatever it's called. You'd think they would encourage them to go to school, not discourage them from going to school. Uh, well, school oh. gets in the way of yeah. basketball. Because uh, <laughs> the school suspended his son, so now he's anti-school. Happy, happy well, birthday! Oh, who's okay. got the birthdays? And I'll leave you with this real quick yes, before please. we do birthdays. Um, all players will be required to wear his big baller brand. Oh, stop. And he is currently looking for 80 players to fill 10 teams. So if you're talented and don't want to go to college, Right here. <laughs> he said talented. John well, is I'm up. tall, at least. Uh, uh, that's true. Good point. All right, let's do some birthdays. Right. Up first is Samuel L. Jackson. Oh, I know this. John? 68. Wait, you really know it? Oh. Wait. <laughs> Busdecker had a... Did anybody say, hear his guess? I heard him say 68. Okay, yeah. are we moving along then? Yeah, yeah. Well, you Shall go. we? Yeah. Uh, Samuel L. Jackson. I think he is 62. I'm going to say he's 60. I think he's older. 69. On the money, 69. Oh! Say what I didn't even again. give a courtesy year. No. Screw you, Buzzdecker. How rude. Uh, Did you hear quote, Pinkman? He gets so the sweet. holiday magic all by himself. <laughs> yep. Uh, Ray Romano. Dabra. Ma. Ma. Mm-hmm. Ma. Go Jack, ahead, Jack, you go first. 61. Oh, please. You don't even know. He's 60. On the money, 60. Oh, you son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> you son of a bitch. Hey, you missed oh, it because you nice. were yelling. Did All you right. know he was in the same high school class as Fran Drescher? Oh, boy. Those wow. are two really? voices, aren't they? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, those are two beauties Worst right there. math class ever. <laughs> really? Holy uh, smokes. And finally, from 24, Kiefer Sutherland. Oh. Kiefer Sutherland Fritz. is 49. Damn it. Ooh. Son of Donald. Yes, I know. Mo? Just so oh, you know. Oh, no. Let's uh, let uh, John oh, go. I'll say 55. Good one. Double yeah. nickel. That's... Kiefer Sutherland is 58. Oh, no. 53. Damn, you all danced around it. He's 51. Oh. Oh, I said 49. Is that me? Well, then who's closest? Uh, Somebody gets it. Oh, Fritz you split. split. Yeah, very yeah. nice. Oh, BFFs. Happy, happy birthday! Uh, hey, we, we got all the points today. You guys think? <laughs> <laughs> We did the news. You listened to it. Thanks. All right. Very nice, Pinky and Fritz. <laughs> or Pit, Pits and Frankie. Pits uh, and Frankie. Yeah. Wait, in the 4 o'clock hour, we are going to hear from the audio file. We're going to play a bonus round of Closest to the Pin. John Bustecker is our co-host today on the file. My name is Moira. This is Real Radio 104.1. It is the season to be real happy that you don't have any kids uh, and can have the xbox one all to yourself i can't feel my hands happy holidays from real radio 104.1 and now the phillips file presents a game that is not about being right or wrong wrong it's a game that rewards the lucky hey everybody we're all gonna get late it's a game where you just have to be close that's right you've got that right the game is closest to the pin let's go while we're young and now here's your ever excited host jim phillips playing the part of jim phillips here's someone else that someone else is me this is moira we are here with the uh, co-host today, uh, the mayor of downtown, John Bustecker is here. Oh, I don't here. think Mayor Dyer is going to like that. No, well, he's mayor of Orlando. <laughs> no, 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 okay. no. You're mayor C-Lane, of like... C-Lane is the mayor of downtown. No, he's, oh. the, he's the drunken mayor of downtown. <laughs> oh, see, now <laughs> I'm nice. the sober mayor of downtown. Right, C-Lane's fine. deputy mayor. He just has to be alive to collect a paycheck. <laughs> yeah, see, there yeah. you go. 
Uh, John Bostecker is here. He is um, works for the nonprofit and, and runs the nonprofit, The Collective. Yes, right? yes, yes, yes. So we will talk to you more about that in, in just a couple of minutes. Right now it's time to play Closest to the Pin. This is the bonus round where we will pit Pitts and Frankie against each other, <laughs> yeah. and a caller will come uh, on board and decide if uh, who he or she picks um, as the winner of this matchup. And Cliff, if you are correct, you will have good luck for the rest of your life because we will send you a You Matter business card signed by the file. Now, unfortunately, if you choose the wrong uh, member of the file today, then you will have bad luck for 24 hours. So, All right, sounds good. All right, who do you think is going to win today's round? Will it be Pinkman or Fritz? I'm going to go with Pinkman. Pinkman. Why does everyone pick me? I don't know. Too much pressure. But oh, hang oh, on. Oh, everyone loves me. Yeah. All right, we are gonna keep, we're gonna keep uh, we're gonna who who goes first? The hell? Thank yeah, you, that Cliff. means hang on. that means Pinkman has to go out in the hallway, oh, and that's why is. he doesn't like to get picked because he's actually uh, has to stand up. But now he only has to walk five feet, and he's still true. complaining. The See, I make still heavy. I, I think he needs the exercise. Get the exercise. Oh, what are you saying? About I'm Pinkman? just saying he needs the exercise. Right. He's a fat slob. No, no I didn't say that. John Bustecker, 2017. He has to get his steps in. That's right. Has um, he left yet? Is he yeah. cheating? No, he's Most not people out shoot yet. for 10,000. We're shooting <laughs> Pikmin to get 10. <laughs> All right. No, Baby he's shuffling steps. out there. He walks like an old timer. I don't know. All right, Jack, uh, you have the questions. You're yes. going to keep track. I'll keep track of the answers if you want. No, you have the questions. I do. Yeah, those are the ones I gave you. I'll keep track of the answers. Uh-oh. Do I need to make up I, questions really I knew quick? I shouldn't no, no, have no, given no, them to... No, 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 no. I have, I have a backup if I need it, Mo. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I, I brought in so in many three, papers. No, stop it. I know it's Don't tough. Don't pressure me. Don't it's pressure me. Two. No, 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 no. Stop Is it. Is it Moira's uh, first day here? I know. I'm just kidding, no, Moira. You got yours? Yeah. Okay. You want me to write the answers? Ah, Yes, please. I'm happy to do it. All right. Uh, now... Uh, Fritz, your yeah. category is from Brad, the assistant producer of all gaming here on the file. Thanks, Brad. Uh, thank you, Brad. These are five questions for you, Fritz. Uh, they are somehow linked, but you don't have to worry about any of that. I will ask you five questions. I'll need five answers. Whoever's closest. Uh, well, Cliff is hoping it's not you. But anyway, uh, let's move along. Jack, when do we start? In three, two, one. Yesterday, we learned about comedy duos. George Clooney and Chris O'Donnell were the dynamic duo in the movie Batman and Robin. What year was that released? 1997. Uma Thurman played Poison Ivy in the movie How Old is Uma? Uma is uh, 54. Uma was Oscar-nominated for her portrayal of Mia Wallace in Pulp Fiction. In what year was that movie released? 1994. Pulp Fiction explores the criminal elements of Los Angeles to the nearest million what is the population of the L.A. metro area? Metro. Metro is 6.5. 5.5. Okay. 6.5.5. I don't know. So Chris O'Donnell were a robin. How many thousands of miles would he have to flap his wings to fly from NCIS Los Angeles to visit George Clooney at his Lake Como, Italy villa? Get it within 1,000 miles for an automatic win. Uh, that's going to be 5,016 miles. 5016, he said, Jack. Got it. You got all that time. Wow. Yeah. And I got the 6.5.5. Here he comes. We did say round uh, round to the million, but I don't know why you went point anything. Million? Oh. No. Yeah. When, when did you guys add this automatic win? Is that a new thing? No. Yeah. There's always an In ex- the bonus round, we oh, do that okay. because yeah. it's usually a great distance, and it was to give callers a shot, even though if it was a lopsided win, ah. that the caller would still have you that could, shot at the very end. You could win nothing yeah. else, and if you get that last question right, within the mileage that we set up, 
Then how does Jim? Win. How does Jim feel about that? Jim creates the one. Oh, okay. yeah. right. Jim doesn't play the bonus round. He plays the regular round, oh, but we okay. don't have that feature. Right. Uh, Pinkman, welcome back. I hope you're not too exhausted from stepping out to the hall. <laughs> I'm worn out. All right, we are going to. Uh, we want to thank Brad for these bonus uh, questions. Um, go ahead, thank Brad Pinkman. Oh, sorry, thanks, Brad. Five questions for you, Pinky. I'll need five answers. They're linked, but don't worry about any of that. Okay. And you, you will begin your game in three, two, one. Yesterday, we learned about comedy duos. George Clooney and Chris O'Donnell were the dynamic duo in the movie Batman and Robin. What year was that released? 1994. Uma Thurman played Poison Ivy in the movie. How old is Uma? 51. Uma was Oscar nominated for her portrayal of Mia Wallace in Pulp Fiction. And what year was that movie released? 99. Pulp Fiction explores the criminal elements of Los Angeles to the nearest million... What is the population of the L.A. metro area? Three million. So, if Chris O'Donnell were a Robin, how many thousands of miles would he have to flap his wings to fly from NCIS Los Angeles to visit George Clooney at his Lake Como Italy villa, get it within a thousand miles oh, for an automatic God. win? Uh, 2,643. 2,643. Time! Hello? I, we oh, we heard it. you. Yeah. Oh, oh, I don't know Jackie was I heard you say, yeah. I thought he was sleeping. I'm not sure. No, I was okay. writing it because they can't just go with a nice round number, 2,643. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'll get this one right on the money. Boo, 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 boo. <laughs> yeah. Okay. We're trying to win, though, All right? right? Now, uh, Cliff <laughs> voted won't. for you, Pinkman. So <laughs> Cliff won't. is hoping that he is going to have good luck for the rest of his life. <laughs> so we will we'll hope that uh, you can pull this out here. Let's see. Yesterday we learned about comedy, blah, blah, blah. George Clooney, Chris O'Donnell, comedy duo, Batman, Robin. What year was that movie released? Fritz uh, said. 1997. Mm-hmm. And Pinkman, 1994. Ooh. One of them got it right on the money. Oh, oh boy. The answer, 1997. Yeah, Fritz. Ah, yeah. Nice. How'd you know Nerd. that? I saw that movie in the movie theater right up the road in Altamont. And you remember 97? Oh, yeah. I was 12 years old. Oh, I see. Yeah. Uma you don't forget a time like that. Uma Thurman played Poison <laughs> Ivy in the movie. How old is Uma Thurman? Fritz said. Oh, Fritz said 54. Pinkman said 51. Uma Thurman is 47. Pinkman gets a point. She looks older. Oh, oh my goodness. That is so not nice <laughs> to say about Pinkman anybody. Rude. at realradio.fm. Uma was Oscar nominated me, for her portrayal of Mia Wallace in Pulp Fiction. In what year was Pulp Fiction released? Fritz said. 1994. And Pinky? 1999. Yeah. One of them got it on the money. One I of them think did so. get it on the money, yep. and that's 1994. Yep. Fritz. Everyone knows <laughs> oh. that. I, I always get mixed up on that one. <laughs> yeah. You do? Yeah. yeah. Well, that's okay. It's four to one. Oh, Oops, sorry. Pinky. <laughs> Pulp Fiction explores the criminal elements of L.A. to the nearest million. What's the population of the L.A. metro area? Now, when we say to the nearest million. <laughs> I didn't hear that, Mo. Okie dokie. Uh, Fritz said. <laughs> I'll be honest. Uh, 6.5.5. <laughs> what? I think we settled on 5.5 million. 5.5 million. It wasn't yeah. rounded up. Yeah. It wasn't rounded at all. <laughs> no. And uh, Pinky said? 3 million. To the How many people do you guys think live in Orlando metro region? Orlando Metro is like 2 10. million, I think. Okay. LA and... All right. Anyway, I'll, uh, just, I'll just let this answer speak for itself. <laughs> Yeah, okay. Why are you are, so mean, John? Are you saying that he's a dummy? No. Yes. Uh, the answer uh, for the population of the L.A. metro area is 13 million. Oh! Fritz gets the point. With 6.5.5, Fritz yeah. gets Rounded the point, up. and he's up 5 to 1. <laughs> Unfair. Sorry. Fake news. However, see, in a oh, situation right, like this, yeah. Buzz Decker, 
Pinkman actually still has a shot to pull out a victory here. Here we go. If you get it within a thousand miles for an automatic win, if Chris O'Donnell were a bird, how many thousands? Oh, get it a robin. Sorry. Oh. How many thousands of miles would he have to flap his wings to get from L.A. NCIS L.A. to visit George Clooney at his Lake Como, Italy villa? Moira, what did you say is the window they have to get within a thousand miles? I did. That's oh. quite a large window. <laughs> yeah. That's what it says right here. This I didn't is, hear that either. What is extremely amazing about this is, the answer. is what's about to happen. <laughs> I understand. Okay, Fritz, Fritz said, said some oddball number. Five thousand sixteen miles. Five zero one six is what yeah. I wrote down. Yes. Uh huh. And Pinkman said two thousand six hundred forty three. Bobby Booby. Okay. The, the answer. Is 6,017. Oh. Fritz is 1,001. Fritz, Fritz is off by 1,001 miles. So he doesn't Funny. get the automatic win, but he gets another point and then he wins handily. It would have only been better if Pinkman did that. Oh. And he would have oh, lost. Well. However, right. Fritz but wins the now, game. Now, this is not good because now, Cliff, you have to pull the covers up over your head. You have 24 hours of bad luck beginning now. All right. I'm really sorry, bye. Yeah. Oh. Sorry, Cliff, but yeah. you Come on, Pinkman, me. it's a holiday season, for God's sake. Why don't you call him and cheer him up, Pinkman? Did Fritz uh, like no sweep deal. him this week? I, no, no yeah, I, I beat him once. Four, yeah, yeah, three to one. one. Yeah. yeah. That is really sad, Pinky. I don't really I, care. Fritz, I think you've earned the day off tomorrow. Oh, <laughs> uh, you. wait, you're taking the day off. Wait, also same. Yeah. No, you have to work. I don't want to. Boss Man Jack just said I had the day off. The Presto. I'm not coming in. You got to work, Pinky. Pesto. Oh, hey, uh, Pinky, uh, texting service uh, chiming in. Suck it, Pinkman. (laughs) No, I can see it. None of them said that. I'm sure there are some great ones about me. I saw a few on the break. Oh, no. I'll I'll text it now. Be nice to our co-host. It's just not nice. This is The File. My name is Moira. I'm sure they're saying lovely things about me as well. Uh, You are listening to The Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. Remember, close only counts in horseshoes, hand grenades... And closest to the pin! 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 From the... Spanning the world wide web to bring you the constant variety of sound. The thrill of victory. Ask not what your country can do for you. And the agony of defeat. God bless you, Dr. People. The sound of human drama captured in a world where everything is recorded. It's time to hear what's in Jack's audio file. Jack scours the internet and the television and every cable source on the planet to find and bring us the audio file. Today, Jackie, what do you got? Uh, first, I have to tell you, that's a big lie. I just, uh, uh, I go to a couple websites and I steal some You probably stuff. just have Pinkman do it. It's whatever he can find. No, I'd li- I, I, want the, I want the job done on time. So you let Fritz do it. Yes. Thank you very much. <laughs> whatever, nerds. <laughs> the tax bill is the talk of the town. Washington, Washington, that is, where they are popping champagne. Mm. So says Chuck Schumer. And he's talking about the bubbly. There are only two places where America's popping champagne. The White House and the corporate boardrooms, including Trump Tower. Damn. Oh, sick burn. Yeah. Sick burn. <laughs> but, uh, so they... I bet the people at National Champagne Day won't, are happy, or maybe they're not happy about that. No, I don't know. No, no, comment. No. Well, he's not the only one talking about champagne. Nancy Pelosi gets in on it, too. Oh, House Republicans are cheering. They're toasting uh, the, the fact that they raised taxes on 86 
million American families. And they're toasting. You toast with champagne. Well, you do, or yeah. Or ginger ale if you're a kid. Because if you're that's a teetotaler. We used to drink that mm-hmm. going at like a, staying up to New Year's. Mom said, okay, if you stay up, you can have ginger ale. Okay. Remember, remember how exciting it was if you could get there and see the ball drop on TV, uh, and half the time you'd fall asleep before it was over. Half the time, yeah, yeah, most of the Quite time. Often. All right, I had a hard <laughs> I'm time. sure you do that now too. You got I that right. <laughs> I kind of have regret regressed to that. I think, yeah, yeah. I, I hardly can make it to, to New Year's Eve. I, you know, I, I, I just don't. I, I don't find it really that interesting. Do you make New Year's resolutions though? Not really. What? No. Uh, what am I? The only one? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god. Uh-huh. <laughs> Seriously, you know, I think you people need to think about oh, this. Do you keep your oh, resolutions is really the question. Well, uh, no, but it, it gives me, a, it, you know what it does? So it's then why a, even bother making them if you're going to break a, them? It's a chance to double down and get back on the path. That's all. I mean, do I every year, you know, you make the, if it's the stop smoking, lose weight, you know, whatever they are, there are big standard ones. And then sometimes it could, you make them small and quantifiable that you might be able to hang on to. Yeah. You know, so I am all about the New Year's resolutions, a chance to double down on something important. So and, what's your resolution this uh, year? Yeah, yeah. All I'm yeah. hearing is you saying we have stuff we need to fix. Yeah. You do. Yeah. You, yeah. Do. you totally do. What? Why don't you give Jesus us our list? Mo. Yeah. Moira normally picks it out for us anyway. Yeah, right I do. I've resolution. made New Year's resolutions for the Phillips file for the last 20. Tell me what I need to put on my New Year's vision board at home. <laughs> okay, I'm working on it. Uh, a little Tomorrow more on taxes. So that's one side, how mm-hmm. the uh, the, the uh, middle income and the poor are going to get screwed in in a period of time. You get a small rebate now, but by, what, 2025, they expect your taxes that's to rise. a long time away. I'm going to forget about all this by 2025. <laughs> But yeah. we forget this seven months from now, maybe seven weeks from now, we forget about the things that are going on because so much more crazy stuff is going to happen. It's almost a daily basis mm-hmm. in politics today. However, on the other side of thing, the president is talking about the benefits businesses get are going to pretty much offset any of the negatives that the Democrats are claiming are part of this tax bill. This is going to mean companies are going to be coming back. You know, I campaigned on the fact that we're not going to lose our companies anymore. They're going to stay in our country. So you maybe, know, maybe he's going to make those ties in our country. Oh, wait. oh yeah. no. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see what happens. And uh, so only time will tell. It is the law of the land now. So we're all on board. And I know a lot of people are doing things like trying to pay their property taxes before the for next year, before the end of this year, because you can still write it off and That's you won't true. be able to moving forward. That is correct. Well, yeah. you can. There's a cap, though, of 10000 I think. Oh. Or something like that. I mean, there's a cap. I don't know how any of that works. Bill show up <laughs> in the mail. I try and pay him. I don't, I don't well, know how that works. I think if you pay him in November or December, you get a discount. Really? Yeah. Mm, you know that. Really? You're all about the discount. I'm discount, yeah, but, you know, I don't know. My mortgage company, I send him a check. I, how does this work? Oh, you pay it monthly. So you're good. Yeah, you're know. good to That's go. That's all I know, too. You got those solar panels on your house, though. Those yes, pay them for themselves yet? Uh, I am really close. Okay. I am... Um, to the break-even point for yes. what it costs you to put them in? Absolutely. I I am almost there. My power bill last month was $82. Oh, wow. Mine was $82, too, and I don't have solar panels. Yeah, but you also <laughs> live like an Amish person. True. Yeah. Very true. I churn yeah. my butter at I, home. Yeah. <laughs> nice. I, let me guess. Do you bake your own bread? I do bake my own bread. That Thank is you. a true story, you have ladies a machine? and gentlemen. I do. I can do it the other way, but that, there's a lot of time involved yeah, with yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You're the only one who actually has a bread machine and uses it. I do. I use it all the time. Really? Yeah. 
It, all it is is five ingredients, and you walk away, and you have fresh bread every day. So yep, Mrs. Fritz is a big uh, baker, too. Oh, really? Always. Fresh bread? Mm-hmm. Oh. She's my favorite Fritz. Are you calling Agreed. me a girl? Is that what you're saying? No. No, you should be complimenting <laughs> him for doing this. Is that an insult if no, I did? No, not at all. I'm all just right. saying you, probably, you look like you'd be pretty comfortable in a frilly apron. <laughs> it might be. Uh, I, I mean, it's it. flowy. <laughs> and just a frilly apron. <laughs> Oh, Ooh, no. yeah. Hey, that's a mental picture. Oh, I Mrs. Bustecker is a lucky lady. Uh-huh. Well, when it comes to politics, it was the Democrats blaming the Republicans uh, for this tax bill, saying it's not good for most Americans. Uh, but political fights continue yeah. in the Senate with one specific senator, the top Democrat on the Senate Intelligence Committee. His name is Mark Warner, and he is warning the president uh, on any rumors about him interfering with this Russia investigation mm-hmm. or possibly firing Robert Mueller, that that would be a bad move, hombre. Firing Mr. Mueller or any other of the top brass involved in this investigation would not only call into question this administration's commitment to the truth, but also to our most basic concept, rule of law. Wow. There is some scuttlebutt that wow. he's waiting for everybody to go home for the holidays and yeah. then pss, through you know, dive bomb that whole well, investigation. That might be why Virginia Senator Mark Warner, uh, you know, made these public statements. Right. Congress must make clear to the president that firing the special counsel or interfering with his investigation by issuing pardons of essential witnesses is unacceptable. Mm-hmm. There you go. Well, that's right. Yeah. Uh, not the only controversy brewing, but finally controversy outside. Well, I'd like to say it's outside the U.S., but it definitely is connected to the U.S. Uh, because this one goes from Boston all the way to the Vatican. And I'm talking about Card- Cardinal Bernard Law. You're familiar with Cardinal that, Law? That sounds familiar. Yes. Tell me. Uh, Boston Cardinal. He uh. was the uh, uh, he was the guy who was the priest, the cardinal who was moving around priests accused of uh, molesting kids. Oh, nice. And he was shuffling them around from one parish to another, and he was the feature cardinal in the movie um, Spotlight. Spotlight, If you haven't seen it, fantastic movie. Another prime... You watch that movie, that is one of the reasons you need to support and maintain your daily newspapers. Which I do. uh, Which uh, they're very important. Indeed. Yeah, they get my $10 a year, so... How did you get such a cheap... How'd you get it such went, a cheap break? It went up. I had a group on. It went uh. up. I paid $15 this year. Oh, nice. Oh, yeah. yeah. Damn it, was, it. It was actually cheaper. The digital-only subscription yes, yes, yes. was one price. It was cheaper if I had them deliver a physical paper on Sundays and Thursdays along with the digital subscription. Correct. I pay less than just the digital subscription. You know why that is? I do no, know why. why. Because they have to maintain their subscriber base. That's, that's part of it, yeah. So yeah. if you say, oh, we have so many subscribers on Sunday and Thursday, they can tell advertisers that. Oh, I see. Yeah. Smart, right? Yeah. Yeah. Very, that's very a, wise. Like, I, I can say these things about the paper without the dirty looks that Maxwell gives me when uh, he's sitting here. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, you're a former paper guy. That's true. Anyway, everyone should support uh, the paper because the investigative reporting done by uh, uh, the people in and the paper in the movie Spotlight mm-hmm. is it, crucial at uh, unearthing, you know, uh, injustices like what Cardinal Bernard Law was up to. The controversy is now him getting a his burial mass and the fact that. Uh, Pope Francis is going to attend 
yeah, and, and be part of that. I and, heard yesterday after that whole episode happened in Boston, he just got shuffled around to. He was the head of some basilica in in Rome or, or in Vatican. How do you look he, the other way? He like got that? like a, an amazing job afterwards too. It was mostly ceremonial, but it was right. this huge job. And now and now he passed away. Mm-hmm. Well, here's the current Archbishop of Boston speaking out about his predecessor, Cardinal Bernard Law. Well, I think all of us are more than one-dimensional. To be realistic, we have to recognize that there was more to this man than his mistakes. So I guess saying, you know, he he deserves the, you know, the burial that he's going to get or the funeral and Pope. But for the big cheese to come down for that, you know, to come over and and, uh, not officiate at the funeral, but whatever you call, you know, to um, honor him at his funeral. Although the Pope probably is officiating, right? Right. Well, I mean, when you have the big cheese in the building, you know, the Pope is in the house. I guess he runs the funeral, right? I don't think he does the funeral, though. No. Doesn't he do the funeral? I don't know. I feel like he just shows up. I don't know. I just know my wife kind of clued me into this story, and she's, she wasn't too happy. Well, I, she's I not know. too happy about you it. Know, if you have the big cheese coming to the funeral, it's almost giving tacit approval to that behavior, isn't it? Well, it's about forgiveness, though. Uh, uh, it's a religion that that's all about forgiveness. It's in it's in the Lord's prayer, mm. forgiving others. Uh, now, if he's if uh, if a cardinal law was repentant of his sins and he asked for forgiveness, we're going to assume he did. He gets forgiveness. I guess so from God. And if God forgives him, then who is anyone else to judge? Oh, I, uh, there you go. It sounds very very nice. However, the people who might have a hard time with that are his victims and people associated um, with the victims of the sexual yeah, abuse. Yeah, now I changed my mind. Well, well they never said they, I mean, feel he, they never said he never did anything. Not... He never did anything. It oh. was uh this this cardinal law. Yeah, he never did. It, no, but he supposedly he, knew about it he and knew shuffled it. people around. Yes. Which allowed it to continue. Exactly. Which once again goes back to if you just don't if you hide the lie, that's worse. Correct. Sometimes. Mm-hmm. Here we go. Feel cheated by Bernard Cardinal Law's death. Bernard Cardinal Law was an enabler of clergy sexual abuse. And that is uh, uh, Mitch Garabedian. He was a lawyer who has represented dozens of people who say they were abused by priests. Mm-hmm. That was under uh, Cardinal Law. So, you know, this is this controversy in the news not going away anytime soon. Uh, let's move on to happier talk, shall we? Yes, Finally. Uh huh. <laughs> Harvey Weinstein. Oh, that's not any better. <laughs> yeah, well, I've got happier stuff, but I do have Harvey Weinstein stuff. All right, you, you want what? that? No. Let's get it out of the way. Yes, His please. former personal assistant, okay. Zelda Perkins. Yes. Do you know when she decided that she could no longer uh, support Harvey Weinstein? No, when? When he tried to rape her. Ew! Oh. He, that is shame. He tried to rape her. We returned to the UK, and um, I spoke to my own knee senior in the Miramax offices and she suggested that I got a lawyer. Um, so we both resigned from the company saying that we felt we were constructively dismissed because of his behavior. The lawyers made it very clear that we didn't have very many options. Mm. So part of the Me Too movement that uh, all started after Weinstein's, what was the f- First, what a... who was the first one who came out? Was he it? Was, I mean, well, he was. No, no, no. Oh. Yeah, he was. Uh, he was the big one, the culprit. But uh, I forget who his accuser was. Rose was McGowan. Rose McGowan, I think it was. Yeah. Or she was tweeting out. Rosario yeah. Dawson. 
No, Rose McGowan. It was a name with an R. I don't remember. Rose I don't McGowan. remember who Rose the, McGowan. Because it was in the New York Times first. You guys can hear Pinkman say Rose well, McGowan, right? Yeah, right. I know. Yes. I was wondering who that was. I mean, it started with an expose that Ronan Farrow wrote, and then Rose yes. McGowan came out. Thank but you very much, Mr. Did he Mr. mention Pinkman. names in his, uh, his article in the Atlantic or whatever? Oh, it was in New York. It was, it was, it was so New York. long. It was so long. <laughs> it was so long ago. It was like eight pages long. <laughs> Come on, Ronan. <laughs> All right, let's move on. Okay, that's when... Oh, that's bad. How about how about the other side, the good side? Yes, please. Love. Oh, respect. I, love. I like that. There we go. And healthy marriages. Ladies All good. and gentlemen. Gentlemen, listen on how it's done. Ladies, you can swoon and listen to Hugh Jackman talk about marriage oh. and his long-time marriage to Deborah Lee Furness. And one of the great pieces of fortune in my career, it started late, but that Deb and I were already set together a team madly in love, like literally before it all happened. So that we can kind of see all the ups and downs for what they are. Our priority is our family and we're, we're there for each other and no matter what, if you ever see me like even at the Oscars, I walk out, I put my hand on my heart, and I always look to Deb in the audience. And it's just this reminder to me. Oh, And like now that, with huh? Rage and Kakapoo, I feel <laughs> no pain. Okay, hey, what's all this then? Speaking of accents, this is something we also oh, could have tied in the, to Boston, but here we go. Have some fun. Give me everything you got about Boston and what it means to be from Boston. Come on, Pinkman. the Red Sox. All right, so we're having chowder at Dunkin' Donuts, <laughs> oh, right? No. Then oh, Mike Wahlberg walks in with, get this, Matt yeah, well, Damon, said. Ben Affleck, and Bill Burr was there, too. And we were like, wow, that's so cool. So yeah. we You going to throw some Dropkick Murphys in there? And we were listening to Dropkick <laughs> Murphys, and then little Southside Johnny over here says, Hey, that's a real wicked pisser, Mike. And I was like, I know, right? Let's go get some more chowder. So we did. Back bay. Not nice. bad. Not bad. Now let's hear That's one Mark, of Pinkman's best imitations. Let's hear Mark Wahlberg, Mark Wahlberg explain Boston slang during an interview with Vanity Fair. Oh, Here boy. is oh. Mark Wahlberg explaining some of those terms. Packy. Packy <laughs> really is a liquor store. Packet store. Mm. Clicker. Yeah, that's a remote control for your TV. The monster. I think they're probably referring to the green monster. Donkeys. That would be Dunkin' Donuts. Ah. A lot of people did say wicked, wicked smart, wicked cool. So there oh, you go. Yeah, we're Big going freaking donkeys, huh? Donkeys. Yeah, I, I met Walt Mark Wahlberg last year when oh, he opened Wahlburg. Well, I'm just saying. Yeah. Oh, joint, right? When he deal. opened Wahlburgers, yeah, I was down oh, there for on that. Orange Avenue. Yep. Yeah. yep. Whoa. Oh yeah. Well, I am Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> Wait, was he friendly? What? Was he nice or was he a turd? Uh, no, he was nice. Oh, he, he was, was nice. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Him and him and his, his other brother, brother yeah. Donnie, was there. Oh, the other brother. Yeah. That's always that's how he's always Don, known. Donnie's a big dude. Oh no, the, the other brother. The, he's married to Jenny McCarthy. The chef brother. Yeah. Yes, oh, that's yeah. the other one. He's da always a, like Donnie's on. Donnie couldn't guys. make it. He was on Blue Bowl. He couldn't make it. That he was, was in Six Cents. Uh huh. Hey John, nice to meet you. You seen Transformers Eight yet? <laughs> <laughs> All right. No, you might not have seen Transformers, but have you seen Star Wars? Bus Decker, the new one? Yes. Not yet. Oh, Mark Hamill is talking about it. You know who Mark Hamill is? He, right? he was Luke Skywalker. Luke yes. Skywalker. And he talks about his character in this movie. Are there any spoilers? There in this? is no, no spoilers here. It's just Mark talking about the character and how this is a departure from the character he feels Luke Skywalker was in the original trilogy uh, done um, by ten years ago, George yeah. Lucas. Right. So here he is. He's talking about, and he's a, he was a little torn, and he said he had to approach this as if it was a different character completely. What? 
gosh. Yeah, listen. It's not my story anymore. It's somebody else's story. And Ryan needed me to be a certain way to make the ending effective. That's the crux of my problem. Luke would never say that. I'm sorry. Well, in this version, see, I'm talking about this, the George Lucas Star Wars. This is the next generation of Star Wars. So I almost had to think of Luke as another character. Uh, maybe he's Jake Skywalker. He's not my mm. Luke Skywalker. Mm. So he, he's he not my buddy. Yeah, he doesn't Aww. believe the character that he was in the original trilogy would become this character, but... It sounds like spoiler alerts on a, yeah. no, a little bit. Well, you don't know. I don't what know. What does well, he become? I feel like yeah, something's going to happen now. Oh, good. Guess what? I will tell <laughs> you, happens. if you haven't seen Star Wars, something happens. All right. Oh, yes. In the movie. Mm -hmm. Something happens. Because well, have every you movie, it? something happens. Have you no, seen it already? I haven't even seen it yet. No? All right. seen it. He wants to see it again yeah, before we it. even oh, get a chance. I've seen it once. I want to see it twice. Was it good? It was really good. I was talking to someone last night, and... I was like, straight up, tell me the entire movie. And they're like, ooh, they got so excited because they were reliving it. And I was like, man, that's a good movie. <laughs> well, is it a good movie or is it a good Star Wars movie? Because I heard some people rating it now. Yeah. They said it's a decent movie, but not such a great Star Wars movie. No, I liked it. I liked it both. I think some people just, they're determined to pick Say this stuff apart. Yeah, yeah, maybe. All right, let's see if that's all we have. I know it's all the time we have, so nothing else I'm going to force on you right there. All that right. is, oh, there was some good stuff. What, 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 oh, what no, sorry, no, no more time. Time's up. It's time. I'm sorry. By the way, if you go to the website, you can see what I couldn't play right now. What? Realradio.fm, click on Philip's file. It's 500 fascinating facts, and it's uh, you'll see it. You play it, and it's just what 500 facts in a, in a video by John Green. He's an author, and it's all there. Oh, and, John Green of yeah. like Twilight. Uh, I mean, on the what is it? The uh, Fault in Your Stars. Yep. or that guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, that John Green. Yeah. Yeah, he yeah, grew yeah, up yeah. here. He he does YouTube videos, and it, they have one. He does one on history, and it, it's great that like they the teachers in school would have the kids watch it because there's some really good stuff there. It's why not like drunk why don't history. They just is it? teach. <laughs> no, it's all about it's about uh, that. It's about going online. <laughs> they know the kids are going to be online, okay. so they're trying True. to point them to the Something things of that's substance. Something halfway decent. That's you're, your audio file. You're listening to the Phillips file on Real Radio 104.1. Time now for the news. Here's Big Daddy. Thank you, Big Mama. M O M O. A town in Missouri has sewn the world's largest Christmas stocking, coming in at 177 feet. The stocking took more than a year to make and will raise money for local children. You know what they say about large stockings, right? Authorities in Germany had a bright idea. They burned 550 kilograms of dope, roughly 3.8 million joints, at a heat and power station. The drug was then converted into power and electricity for the residents. What good is sitting in a heated room if you can't toke? A woman in Switzerland was fined $14,000 for reading her husband's emails. She was suspicious, found his multiple affairs, and was then sued by him. This guy sounds like a tool. Headlines were brought to you by Filutowski Cataract and LASIK Institute. Go to myvisionfreedom.com. End transmission. Real Radio Orlando on Facebook. Brought to you by Seacoast Bank. See why local is better by visiting seacoastbank.com. Better by all accounts since 1926. Member FDIC. From You're listening to The Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. Christmas tree 
Decker's favorite Christmas song. Sure is. <laughs> it's a toe tapper, I have Bre- to tell you. Brenda Lee. Brenda I like Lee that with song. Rocking Around the Christmas Tree. Our co host today is John Busdecker. He is the Never big, heard of him. big poobah <laughs> for the non <laughs> Most people haven't. <laughs> yeah, stop it. For the nonprofit. Oh. Uh, uh, co- not co-op, the but the collective. Call it the collective. Yes, yeah. the collective. It's a group of nonprofits who all, uh, you know, sort of, it's a. What is, how would you describe it? We it's call a, it a, a nonprofit leadership group. We have almost 400 members all throughout Central Ooh. Florida. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't have wow. to. You don't necessarily have to work at a nonprofit. Maybe you just do something when it comes to yes. social change, or or maybe you do volunteer, volunteer or you work there. Whatever it is. So the whole idea is how do you really make change in a community? And there's certain ways to do that. Mm-hmm. You need to have a you need to have a community. You need to know how to do messaging. You know you need to know the right people, uh, leaders in the in the community. So there's a lot of ways to do it. And so we help with that. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, John will be here through seven o'clock. And tomorrow, our co-host, our guest co-host, is Sabrina from the News Junkie. What? So I am. Over the moon excited what? about that. I saw her on the street today. She was bragging about it. On the street? It. Yeah, we were, I was downtown. She was downtown. And, oh, yeah. Well. yeah. Uh, we, we jokingly say that uh, John Bustecker is the mayor of downtown. Well, you say it. I don't say uh, it. Yeah, well, you know, he knows <laughs> yeah, no everything. Every yeah, Absolutely, they do. Who? I don't <laughs> name know. A, name uh, one other person. I don't know anybody downtown, but I'm just saying. I'm a little scared of downtown. <laughs> really? That's, we know you are. That's, a, that's you know, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, Maybe me just, and Pinkman will take you out downtown. See, I don't know. Yeah, it's we'll kind of scary. Wasted. Yeah. No, see, you can be our designated driver. <laughs> <laughs> no, see, I have a half a drink, and I'm, I can't be anyone's designated driver. Oh, so well, you won't drink don't that. Drink. Oh, just me and Pinkman will drink. Well, gee, that yeah. sounds like a great time. Doesn't it? it does. It sounds like a great time. <laughs> <laughs> sounds awesome. And, wait, and I'm buying. I'm the designated driver. No, and I'm we'll, buying. We'll buy you all your drinks. Oh, I all see. All your water. Well, isn't that nice? I was recently downtown with Moira, and we were drinking. We ended up. Uh, it, it, it's Ray Cellabar. Yes. That, yeah. 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 It was there. It was just about 15 years ago. Oh my gosh. <laughs> when that I might was scared out la- of downtown. Last yeah, time that Moira really? was in downtown. No, we need to get you downtown. I've been to the Dr. Phillips Center. Just a. Dozens and dozens and dozens of times since they've opened. So that's uh-huh. as downtowny as I get. But I she runs that... from the exit to the parking garage. Oh, I kind of do. And then, but now I have discovered some of these great restaurants along Mills 50, along that district yeah, right there. Yeah, I was there oh, last yeah. night. See, so now I'm trying to be the hip mom, you know, like whatever. But mm, it doesn't always work out. Taco we were, we recorded our yeah, show, Taco... Bungalow in the Bus, over on Mills 50 I last night. I love Taco China and, you know, all those, you know, Hawker, everything. You go up the road, you know, on both sides of the street, you know, and love all of it. I'll take, you to, I'll take you to Nora's Sugar Shack. That's my favorite uh, bar. Excuse me? Yeah, I'll take you to Nora's Sugar Shack. Uh, that's it's on like, Virginia. It's my favorite bar. He keeps bar. saying something that sounds Nora's like a bad word. Nora's Sugar Shack. Yeah. yeah. Sugar awesome. Shack. It sounded like some yeah. bad word. 
Just yeah. bring a whole bunch of dollar bills. What do you mean you recorded your, your podcast uh, out on the road? How is that possible? We do it every week on the road. They what? have no real place. Yeah. Well, you guys don't let us come here to the station and do it, so That's we got to do it somewhere. God, That's no. a fact. Not with yeah. his mouth. Aww. No, there's we no used to do it. We used to do it at the library, at the at the Melrose Center, at the downtown library. This, now, this is true, and I didn't even know you could do this. It's Bungalower in the Bus. It's an mm-hmm. hour long. It's a, a downtown-centric Friday show. night here on 104.1. Friday nights at 9 p.m. immediately yeah. after. After I know, uh, I heard prime it. Time kitchen. And Probably meant- your highest traffic of the of the week. Uh, I assume, right? I, certainly, yeah. prime yes. time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I <laughs> met Brendan for the first time, and I was like, I felt like I knew him because I've heard that show, and I thought, oh my god. And then he was like, wait, you're, th- but and huh? did this like uh, recognition of like, oh my god, how did I not know you? Ah. Uh, yeah. Anyway, he's he's fantastic. The two of you do a great job. Thank you. Well, yeah, we recorded at the guest house last night, which is a bar in Mills Fifty. Oh, sort of an adult bar. It's a little more of a fancy craft cocktail type it gets of place. A little it's blue. nice. Yeah. It gets a little what? Blue. I don't know what that oh, means. Oh, yeah. Adult. What does that mean? Pornographic. Oh. Yeah. Really? Explicit. Wait. I must have. Oh, I don't wait. know what you're wait, talking our about. Our show? No. Oh. No, <laughs> yes. no, no. Although I did hear that you have uh, rather salty language. Just saying. Not me. Oh, my God. You Brandon curse might. like a sailor. No. Brandon uh, does. That's exactly how you were described to me. Oh. Be careful with uh, John because he curses like a sailor. Oh, okay. Who who told you that? Uh, everyone. I did. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much everyone. All the people who call on the mayor of downtown. That's right. Boom. You know, like uh, like put your finger on the dump button because any minute he could just let I loose. I don't swear that much. I don't know. They must be lying. They're lying to you. They told me you're the mayor of downtown. I'll believe anything. Uh, uh, I'm not even that hardly. Yeah, I was looking, Jack. You mentioned before that uh, there was a senator who was speaking to Congress about the tax bill, but he really changed his presentation to talk about the fact that Robert Mueller, the special prosecutor, might be fired. His name was Senator Mark Warner yeah. of Virginia. I have now come to learn that he is the richest senator in the United States. Really? Uh-huh. It's, it's interesting. The top three richest senators in the United States all voted against their own personal financial interests and voted against the tax package. Why? Because the three richest senators are all Democrats. Mm-hmm. Mark Warner is a Democrat from Virginia. Diane Feinstein is a Democrat from California. And Richard Blumenthal, Democrat from Connecticut. All three voted against the tax bill, even though it would have helped them personally, which I found sort of interesting. Just a little tidbit, just a little piece of trivia. Yep. If anybody ever asks you anything, you're listening to The Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. Is the season to be real mortified that you got caught making out with a coworker at the office party? What? We're just looking for coat, uh, coats. She came on to me. Merry Christmas from Real Radio 104.1. From- Next to the Christmas tree, you were meant to be underneath the mistletoe. We'll meet. Come along with me, my sweet. Next to the Christmas tree, you'll see. You were meant to be with me. Christmas tradition is not superstition, a wise old man once said. Can't resist me, so darling, please kiss me. The mistletoe's over your head. Mistletoe, 
Mistletoe Mambo by Michelangelo and Swingerhead, one of the best Christmas albums ever. Uh, yeah, this is, the, for me now, I know it's Christmas. I know we only have, what, what did we say? Four four days till Christmas, three shopping days left. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't panic. You have everything you need? Everything's ready? I think so. This is the problem. I accumulate stuff. Yes. I find a place to store it. I pile it up. Now is the time where I have to go through it. Make sure you have everything. And determine, okay, this will go to this person, this person, this person. All right, I think I have everyone covered. However, Uh the way it's falling this year, we're working through Friday. So by the time I do this Friday night, that's only going to leave Saturday and Saturday Sunday. and Sunday and Sunday's Christmas Eve, so it's not a lot of wiggle room. So I went to the mall at Millennia twice. I yeah, <laughs> I heard three times. Three times? No, three times in two days. The last two days, oh. it was a nightmare. Was it a jam? Oh, really? it, it wasn't a nightmare. Like once you get there, traffic. it's getting there. Yeah, it's such a is pain. Awful. And there is no. I've lived in Orlando seven years. There is no like secret way to get there. No, like yeah. there's really not. It's like, I four to the exit. And yeah. Boom, well, over. I took John Young. I thought I could take a little oh, secret see, way. No. Yeah, yeah. It yeah, doesn't. It backs up. Yep. as well. Yeah. You got to make a left in there. Uh-huh. It's just a pain. Mm-mm. It was my computer. My computer was broken, and I had to go take it and get it fixed. That's the there. only place you could go on Christmas. It was I mean, it, like no. Christmas. I bought it at the Windows Store oh, and so or the Microsoft Store, and so I had to take it back there. It's free to repair, which was nice, and they did a great job. But I still had to go there three times. Mm-hmm. Oof. Yeah. Well, then what are you complaining about? Traffic. Because traffic. I had to go there. No, parking is worse. Yeah. Traffic. Get him, Fritz. If, you, if you can get through traffic. Then you get to the mall, and then you can't park anywhere. I just park I like- in the first spot I see. I don't care how far it is. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's what I do anyway, anywhere I go. Really? That's why yep. he's so thin. Yeah. He walks all the way into yeah. the public. I don't yeah. care. Yeah, I'd rather no. walk than the And on the spot. other end of that My husband that spectrum, is the other end. look at Pinkman. What? You shut your mouth. He circles and circles and circles and circles, my husband, to try to find the closest, as he sees somebody coming out. Of the store with parcels in their, you know, bags and what. He is looking to where, you know, like thinking, are they parked near? <laughs> so Bob? while he's doing that, I've already parked and I'm inside. And I'm and I, I've done that as a challenge. If there is someone ahead of me, yeah. like uh, scoping for a parking spot, mm. I will purposely try and park immediately and try and walk, keeping an eye on them. <laughs> if I beat them to the store, I know I won. You won. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's a whole game. Nobody even knows you're playing. Yes. <laughs> That's good. Uh, let's see. Where Have are you we? noticed something how no. mild mannered? Fritz today, it's kind of we're, we're seeing a darker, more evil side, and it's John Bustecker that brings that out in him. Why? I don't him, know uh, because he, he keeps he's staring at me. He's kind of giving me the evil eye oh, right now. Yeah. Guy. Why is that? I don't know. If anybody owes me an evil eye, it's Sabrina because I tried to hit her with a bunch of pitches when we played baseball that it's one exactly time. That. <laughs> oh, that was it's a good exactly time. that. I didn't even mean to. No, you threw so high and in on my brother. He actually oh. turned around and goes. Hey, man, come on, we're playing. And you're like, okay, okay, all right, okay, I'm Okay, okay, okay. All right, I thought we were playing baseball, not, you Did know, you get warned by the umpire? Sissy ball. Mm-hmm. What? Did you get warned by the oh, umpire? I forgot you were the umpire that day. <laughs> I felt so terrible, and, and I didn't mean to throw it. So we had this, you like, charity. You threw it at your head? What did you throw No, it? well, we had this charity baseball game, and uh, I was pitching. It was awesome. And it was a lot of fun, and for some reason, whenever Sabrina went up, she had, like, two or three at-bats when I was the pitcher, I just couldn't throw the ball in strikes strike, on her because yeah. I, I think I was afraid that I was going to hit her. Uh-huh. So I, I, I almost hit her every just time. Wild pitches. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I felt terrible about it. <laughs> yeah, but I didn't hit like her. She did terrible. get out of the way, luckily. Oh, she did, did that like Oh, yeah, yeah. No, I threw it like behind her and oh, above her. And oh, my God. And she bad. never flinched. Oh, I know. What She's a tough. badass. She's as tough as nails, Sabrina. Oh, my. I have a list of t- 2017 top 10 business stories. We've been doing a little bit every day. 
But we're we're now up to number I don't know uh, number seven. Okay, <laughs> Verizon um, bought out Yahoo's core business. They took on I guess they took on oh, AOL and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, they took on Verizon took on all of that le- this past year. Part of a new media and technology company called Oath. I've, Do you I've, know what this is? Uh, I don't know what this never is. Never heard of it. Okay, no, no, fine. No, no. Uh, Bitcoin, big business stories of 2017. Never heard of it. Bitcoin made a strong <laughs> run. They say it is the premier cryptocurrency. Thank you. Of that'll be for of 2017 and now into 2018. I'm investigating other alternate cryptocurrencies. You should start one. Maybe you should start one. Well, uh, you can't just you start a currency. They started yeah, Bitcoin. How That's how they did it. Oh. Well, it started out at a thousand dollars. You know what it is now? It's like twelve thousand. It's like isn't it? nineteen. It had been up to nineteen thousand dollars for one. Why don't you, why don't you remember this next year and tell me what it is at next year? Okay. All right. Other digital thing, but this she's not going to remember. I won't, no, I won't recall even your name next year. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Plus who? Yeah, I don't know. Mayor uh, of where? Yeah. No. Whoville. Uh, <laughs> right. Amazon is leaving a much bigger digital <laughs> footprint. It says for twenty seventeen. Uh, because of this, you know, they're based out in Seattle. They bought all these new companies. They also gobbled up a bunch of stuff, including bricks and mortar grocer Whole Foods. Yeah. That happened last year, right? And that was $14 billion. That's pocket change for Amazon, right? They bought um, just a bunch of other stuff. And that Alexa device that they have. You got it, that at home? I do. Really? Is it worth it? I don't know what I don't use it for anything except ordering. Um, so it's not worth it. No, well, it's kind of. <laughs> oh, fun. I love it. Really? Oh, oh without a doubt. Alexa, what tell does me it do? Oh, that no. Everything. It's so tell awesome. Me. What I use it most. One of the most thing. Uh, when I walk into the room, I'll be either one thing. Alexa, uh-huh. play Real Radio one hundred four point one, or I'll play uh, WYGM Orlando, which is FM ninety six nine. The game. So, Orlando so, Sports oh. Leader. Orlando Thank Sports Leader. So it, it'll play the station I want through uh, the iHeartRadio app. All right. So the dial there. on the radio doesn't do that anymore. Or? Oh, I have a radio in my kitchen. I, all right. No, you I think don't. He's Mister Moneybags. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 He runs the station. Now, who I, else would be? I got a clock radio in my bedroom. I have to turn that on and turn it off. I can voice activate it. Now, if I want to <laughs> change the station, I. I gotta push an analog oh, dial oh and try gosh. to tune it in. How, how did you do it before? You can do it before, <laughs> but when you improve things and when technology can improve things, right. why not do it? Or you want to be a luddite and just curse I'll be the, the world? Luddite. I'll be a luddite. I guess uh-huh, I'll be So also, I've I've ordered things online. I play daily. You can play Jeopardy trivia. Oh, yeah. oh yeah. it's fun. That, my daughter said, "Dad, have you heard this song by so and so?" I say, "Alexa, play that song," and then you hear that song. That's it's fantastic. All right, it's outrageous. It's the future. They will give it's you great. a news. They'll give you a news feed. You know, they'll give Absolutely. you the weather. They'll you do the weather. Also, if you get smart plugs, you can control lights in your home. Oh, if you, get the, weather, exactly if you get the weather from there, what what happens to Amy Sweezy? Amy Sweetie is a goddess, and she will always be needed. <laughs> that is true. And people will always want to look at Amy Sweezy on television, then yeah? look at Alexis. What about on Tom your... Sorrels? Yeah, he's expendable. He's all right. No, he's not. No, no, no. We, love, we love our Captain Sunshine. That's right. Those were two of our co-hosts over the last couple weeks during Jim's extended Christmas vacation. We have also spoken to Tom and Dan. They've been co-hosts. We've had Amy and Tom Sorrels. The weather that we have Bob Fryer, yeah, and now you. I mean, yes. boy, oh boy, we are I'm just the, I'm the bottom of the barrel. Though. No, no, We're certainly like, not. Let's yeah. get all these TV people, and then and maybe then John Buster. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah, well, he only made it in. Don't you remember? He used to be on TV, and it's like, oh yeah, that guy. Yeah, that right. guy. Yeah. Stop it. He's all right. No, not true. Yeah, now I he's totally part of the Borg. He's what? Yeah. No, he's mayor of the Morgue. No, wait, mayor of the Borg. Mayor of the Morgue. That sounds like a Star Trek. Look at the Morgue people. Uh huh. I'm the mayor of the Morgue. Oh, you're doing a. Newsies thing. That's nice, Pinkman. You're no, it's so a 
uh, high kicking and everything. <laughs> I thought that was very nice. Oh. Uh, a little bit later, we will go through not only um, business headlines, but we will also go through the 2017 notable deaths uh, oh. for 2017. Like the, like the Jack in memoriam? Loves yes. Mm-hmm. Jack the loves that thing? during the yes. Oscars. That's his favorite part. Who are we going to leave out that people are going to complain about? I, I probably There's always someone, oh, people were cursing Moira yesterday. What did I do? Because you mentioned five, we're doing like five, five a, day, a day, and they started texting Hey, you forgot so and so. It's uh, then I believe one of you guys responded. It's it like, was me. Yeah, we're only doing a couple a day, so back off. Really, people are very angry. Settle yeah, down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But right now, people are texting Real Mobile seven seven zero three one, powered yes, by David Moss Toyota, with maybe some helpful hints for Mister Bestecker if he has to go back a fourth time to fix his computer. Saying all <laughs> get a Mac. Is it get a Mac to the mall? <laughs> <laughs> No. I'm not going to beat that. Go ahead. Although the <laughs> Mac store, to be fair, the Mac right, store is door. much worse than the Microsoft store. Worse how? Oh, in terms of how many people are there? Oh, yeah, that's because you don't have an appointment at the Genius Bar. Yeah. If you make an appointment at the Genius Bar, you just waltz right in. Yeah. yeah. There is nobody at the Microsoft store, They're which is awesome. LB, LB McLeod to Vineland. Yeah, but, but you still Vineland. have to get there. For, yeah. I mean, it's... I don't live at LB McLeod in Vineland. Kirkland the Vineland. Yeah. Sneaky way to get to the mall. You no. should fly yeah, your but... helicopter. Hey, why don't you do that, Hotshot? Yeah. yeah. yeah all right. You're the mayor. Yeah. Don't you still have WESH access? <laughs> no, I don't think so. They don't let me Aww. in the building anymore. Mm-mm. That's sad. I'm sorry. Sad. <laughs> yeah. You know who was in court today? The wife of the pulse shooter. Mm-hmm. She was here. Um, I thought she was in L.A., but now she's here. Um, they were trying to figure out if she knew. It's that standard line. What did you know and when did you know it? Um, and they're trying. It'll probably continue tomorrow. I can't believe they're still going on with this, but... Um, what did you, what did he plan anything? But her attorneys keep saying, no, he lied to me all the time. He was having, uh, extramarital affairs and what he was doing. And I never knew where he was going. He always lied to me about what he was doing. And now they are planning. It looks like they're planning to use a post-traumatic stress disorder, um, piece, a component in their defense, Ah. in her defense. So, you know, this it's now what a year and a half after pulse and it will be what I think her trial is supposed to start in March. Of, of 18, so almost two years after, and they're trying to see if she, I don't know if they're looking for a scapegoat or what, but is that, it, does it say, is it at the Orange County Courthouse or is that the federal courthouse? Ooh. Is it, oh, now I'm putting you on the spot. I'm yeah, sorry. no, 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 wait. She's facing federal charges. Oh, okay. Yeah. And it says she's in a downtown though. courtroom. This oh. is according to your former paper, the Orlando oh. Sentinel, so I, it's really unclear. Could be either one. <laughs> it is really unclear what Facts. is the story there. <laughs> Details. Sorry, all that information. No, no can do. And we have, uh, let's see, oh, it's the 5 o'clock hour. Ha-ha! You know what? We're going to play your round of Closest to the Pin. Why? Yeah. This is why I came in. Yeah. <laughs> What's and, your record? Uh, I think I'm one and one. Okay. You are? Yeah, I, think I you beat Maxwell be right. once, and yeah. then I lost to somebody else once. All right. Damn, calling out Maxwell like that. Oh, boy. If Wait. he wants to call in right now, bring it on. When Maxwell was on the program a week ago, Monday, and he called out his name, mm-hmm. he, he was so flummoxed. At playing a game uh, on Tuesday with Fritz on the oh. Fritz on the street, that Maxwell <laughs> he just lost it. Yeah, and then this is instead of yelling his name, let's see. I don't know if you have it, Jack, but it. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. just yelled. This yeah, is yeah, what yeah. this is what Scott Maxwell sounded like when we asked him to simply say his name. That was it. That was Scott. He couldn't remember his name, and when wow. he did, all he said was blah, blah, blah. I also whispered Bustecker in his ear beforehand, and he got real nervous. And he it should. made him go crazy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the time before, he said he almost lost it because I was taking a vitamin, 
and it didn't go oh, down. Yeah. Remember that? And yeah. it came back up, and he thought that was the funniest thing ever. <laughs> it was so hilarious. I thought that he was going to like wet his pants here, and this time he he because of this blah 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 thing. He, again, I thought he was going to fall out of the seat. Um, but anyway, so yes, you play. You play against all a right. listener, and we hope to give somebody a fabulous prize. We'll tell you all about that as the Phillips file continues. My name is Moira. John Bustecker is here. Jack. Pinkman, Fritz, everybody's here as we count down our days toward the end of the year. Happy New Year and happy uh, everything, actually, uh, as the Phillips File continues on Real Radio 104.1. And now the Phillips File presents a game that is not about being right or wrong. Wrong! It's a game that rewards the lucky. Hey, everybody, we're all going to get late. It's a game where you just have to be Close. That's right. You've got that right. The game is closest to the pin. Let's go while we're young. And now, here's your ever-excited host, Jim Phillips. Playing the part of Jim Phillips, here's Scott Maxwell. No, no, <laughs> no. Sorry. What? Wrong one. No. He mentioned Maxwell before the break. I had Maxwell on my mind. <laughs> we have... um. Let's see. We have an opponent for you. All right. All right. And uh, we will bring on your opponent here. Oh, well, Mr. Bustector, you can go out into the hallway right now. All right. I don't mind Fritz, going out in the hallway. As Mr. Fritz tells us what Nerd. the prize is. Okay, good. I have a pair of tickets to the Jim Gaffigan Noble Ape Tour on December 27th at the CFE Arena. Why? Tickets oh, are on I sale see now. That. Visit realradio.fm keyword tickets for more info. He makes me laugh. Laugh, Jim, laugh. Gaffigan. Funny. He was on the Monsters. They played the interview today, but uh, Real Radio. FM keyword tickets, Jim Gaffigan. Oh, oh, that's awesome. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Oh, we have a surprise, don't we? Don't we have a surprise? Uh, uh, we have a closest to the pin opponent whose oh name my is God. Scott. Hello, hello Scott. Scott. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, th- this is Scott. Hey. Hi, Scott. <laughs> hey, welcome. Time, welcome to the file. First time caller. Uh huh. I love that. <laughs> nice to have you. Uh, Scott, we are going to surprise your buddy, uh, John Bustecker, with this. He says last time he. Uh, what was the what was the record? You. He beat him. Yeah, yeah that's yeah, right. That's I think said. it was Star Wars or something like that. And in the in the in the harried thirty seconds it took me to think about this after Jack suggested it, I realized this is a complete lose lose scenario for me. Yes. The best I can do is tie, and uh, at worst I'm oh it donut against. That's Bart right. Yeah, <laughs> if he beats you again, so here's the category, and you might have an advantage because. If yeah. I recall, you, sir, were a one-time clue on the game show Jeopardy. Mm-hmm. Am I uh, correct in that? You are, sir, yes. I'm Anyone sure who that's... follows you on Twitter could see it as your top photo there, right? There you go. Yes, sir. Excellent. Um, so Brad <laughs> wrote a category in a Jeopardy style called Rhymes with Widget. Okay? So the clue, the, all these uh, five questions... Widget. They rhyme with Quiet. widget. Okay, you're gonna you're not gonna give me the word. You're gonna give me a numerical answer based on the clue rhymes with widget. Are you ready to play, Scott? Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Here Mo, we go. you got his answers right. Scott Maxwell, I'm writing it down. In three, two, one. Under the watchful eye of the Big Kahuna, played by Cliff Robertson, Moon Doggy James Darren wooed Sandra D in the beach movie Gidget, released in this year. Night. 1962. The sporty MG Midget two-seater was featured in The Spy Who Came In From the Cold. In what year was the last midget produced? Oh, Lord. Oh, last midget. Oh, uh, 69. Dig out your parachute pants. We're going retro hip-hop with hammers. Too legit to quit. 
the album and single were both released in this year? That's got to be when I was in high nineteen eighty six. Your thumb is the first digit on your hand. For years, the Facebook thumbs up like emoticon was the only way to react to a post. By popular demand, there are more options now. How many were added? Four, five. Kids were fixated on kids were fixated on fidget spinners, which piqued interest in May. Consequently, what percentage of the largest 200 American public and private high schools had banned spinners on campus by then? Fifty-five. Time. Oh, boy. Oh, oh my, my God. God. Oh, not bad. Buddy. Not bad, Scott. You Although, know you're being timed, right? You're slow rolling on your answers like... I don't, I don't like my chances one bit. All right, mate, we'll leave you up as we oh, introduce. Oh, here we yeah, go. You should be scared. I just fist bumped Bus Decker on the way in, and he broke my hand. Uh-oh. Oh, boy. Is that who I think it is? Guess what? What's up? You have you have an opponent. His name is Scott. <laughs> say, oh, okay. Say, say Scott, can to... you say your full name for me? <laughs> it's uh, Johnson. <laughs> uh-huh. Scott Johnson. Johnson yeah. Scott. Uh-huh. So, uh, I think he wants to make things even, Stephen. Okay. Yeah. All right. No, so. I, I, yeah, anyway, I figure this is a no-win uh, proposition for me, John, but I, in the spirit of Merry Christmases, I thought I'd try. All right. Are you at the office right now? I'm always at the office. Oh, okay. that's All right. Place, my friend. Uh-huh. All right. Is there anybody in the office or just you? There's, there's a bunch of people. We got news breaking left and right. <laughs> Real, we'll fix it. Yeah. And uh, by right. the way, <laughs> Tyler, Tyler is our backup player. He didn't get to play because we, uh, Scott got preferential treatment. Oh, Tyler! Tyler. If 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 the man who works or used to work at the Orlando Sentinel <laughs> wins today, yes. Tyler will get the prize. Yes. Oh, oh, either oh, way, lovely. Yeah. All right, Tyler, hang on just a second yeah. here. There we go. Uh, John, we will have five questions. We'll need five answers. Okay. In Jeopardy, right. uh, in the theme to Jeopardy, an ode to Jeopardy. By the way, Scott Maxwell was a clue on Jeopardy. I don't know if you're aware no, of that. No, he only puts that in his Facebook uh, profile <laughs> yeah, picture. You saw that Everything. Too, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the category sent by Brad rhymes with widget. So okay. rhymes with to widget. Make time go longer. Yeah. Stop it. Okay, no, I got to put you on hold, Mister. No boy's gonna be chased. <laughs> throwing me off. Yeah. yeah. So these five clues, they all rhyme with widget. You give me your numerical answer. You want to go as quickly as possible. Okay. Let me write down Mr. Maxwell's time. Mm. Do I okay. get a handicap or is it no handicap? No, no handicap. handicap. In three, two, one. Under the watchful eye of the big kahuna, played by Cliff Robertson, Moondoggy, James Darren, wooed Sandra D in the beach movie Gidget, Released in this year. 1961. The sporty MG Midget two-seater was featured in The Spy Who Came In From The Cold. In what year was the last midget produced? 1977. Dig out your parachute pants. We're going into retro hip-hop with hammers. Too legit to quit. The album and single were both released in this year. 1991. Your thumb is the first digit on your hand. For years, the Facebook thumbs up like emoticon was the only way to react to a post. By popular demand, there are more options now. How many were added? Six. Kids were fixated on fidget spinners, which piqued interest in May. Consequently, what percentage of the largest 200 American public and private high schools had banned spinners on campus by then. 51%. Oh, boy. Time. Wow. Oh boy. All right. Another slow poke, but I think you guys will be even on it's time. It's because his reading's so slow. I'm doing it fast. <laughs> oh, well, no, no. You got a faster read than Maxwell. Isn't that right, uh, Scott? Oh, I think I'm toast. 
That's one of the answers uh, while he was doing that, and I'm toast. Oh, oh boy. We'll, we'll see. Let's see. Thanks to Brad for the category. Okay, You're Gidget. my Christmas. <laughs> hey, when we said rhymes with widget, uh, Scott immediately said Gidget. It was the first question. It was a TV series with Sally Field. Uh, but the first, it was the movie with Sandra D. They were neck and neck what on this one. What year did it come Jack? out? Scott said. Scott's, Scott said sixty-two. Ah. Oh boy. And John said sixty-one. Guess what? Nineteen fifty-nine. I'm going to get bageled. Damn <laughs> boy. Well, let's see. It was also seen in the TV show Heart to Heart. Heart to Heart. This is my boss, Jonathan Hart. He drives an MG Midget. Oh. Right. What year did they stop producing the MG Midget? Uh, Scott said. 69. Ooh, and Bus Decker. 77. 79, Bus Decker. Oh, oh, here we go. Oh, it's going to be a great I'm sorry, Scott. <laughs> I'm sorry, friend. pants all <laughs> yeah. You know what rhymes with widget? No. Legit. Too oh. legit to quit. Uh. MC Hammer. This when did it come out? We need to toss out. <laughs> <laughs> Scott Maxwell. Maxwell said, I know you got some hammer pants at home. Yeah, he probably does. But and he said, "Oh, that was when I was in high school." And then he said, eh. "Maxwell said 86." And uh, Bus Decker, 91. On the dot. Nice. nice. 91. 91. Did you think I was in high school? I was in elementary school when that song ah. came out. It's for nothing. <laughs> now I'm stupid and old. Oh, God. <laughs> well, he knows his place. I yeah. know you were neck and neck on the others as well. So okay. Let's see how at, least we you don't, at least you don't work at the newspaper. Digit uh. rhymes oh, with you. <laughs> digit rhymes with widget. The digit, your hand, the thumb. Used to be a thumbs up was what you did on Facebook. Then they and, and added more emoticons. How many did they add? Uh, Scott Maxwell said five Ooh. and Bus Decker six. Love, haha, wow, sad, angry. Wow, five. Oh, oh Scott, Scott yeah, yeah. Maxwell nice. on the dot. He gets two points, and now it's in within reach because it's four to two yeah. with one to go. If Maxwell <laughs> gets us on the money, we have a tie. All right. Here we go. Oh, Virginia. <laughs> why don't you change the answer to make Scott feel better? This yeah, is sad. Why don't you do that? I think I like that idea. I'll take it however I can get it. Okay. Fidget spinners banned by how many of the top 200 American public and private high schools by May? Wait, by percentage? By percentage. What percentage? What did he say? Scott Maxwell said. 55%. Oh, geez. And, and what did Bustdecker say? 51%. The answer? Yes. 55%. No. Points no. For Maxwell. That's not it's true. It's a tie game. It's not true, no. Oh. But it's a tie game. We go to tie. Oh, wait. And slow-ass Maxwell answered in 1 minute, 21 seconds. Yes. And uh, and fleet of foot and fleet of mouth. Busdecker. Yeah. 104.1. 104. Oh, he wins sorry, the game. Oh, All right. Nice. What was I mean, the real uh, answer to that last one? Uh, it was really 32%. Oh, so, yeah. so, so John. So John wins. Do, do I get the I am the greatest uh, Oh, stuff? sure. No, but, but you do get this from Maxwell. Loser. There you go. <laughs> oh. wait, I'm sorry. Wait, how does Scott say his name again? Loser. No. Scott Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, what? <laughs> la, 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 la. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? This is awkward. We had a very heartfelt, you know, goodbye, have a great year, I'll see you next year, <laughs> yesterday, and now it's like bumping into that guy in the hall after you gave him a hug. Yeah. yeah so, you know, now yeah. what do we do? That, that goodbye yesterday didn't sit well with me. I felt bad no. about it. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know what? It is always a pleasure to chat with you guys one last time. All and, right. Have uh, a wonderful Christmas. There. Have a yeah. wonderful Christmas Merry and Christmas. a happy new year. Bye, Scott. Everyone, buy the paper. Buy the Please paper. buy the paper, everybody. All Merry right, Christmas. happy, happy. Oh, oh man. Only counts in horseshoes and grenades <laughs> and clothes.
closest to the pin. Pin, pin, pin. And now, John, your record is? two. At least two and one, At I least think. two and one. Well, there you go. Congratulations. Thank you. Nailed it. Mm-hmm. You're making Maxwell your bitch. I know. Yeah, I know. <laughs> oh, my God. Poor guy. Oh, boy. All, he, did, all he does is do his favors. I liked his Sunrail column the other day, though. He does that. Nerd. He does, works for the community. He comes in. He works for us for free. Calls us every week. And all we do, what do we do? We pick on him. Oh, yeah. now I feel <laughs> kind of bad about that. Yeah. <laughs> I tried list- to throw that last question his way. That didn't work out. You're listening to the Phyllis <laughs> File on Real Radio 104.1. <laughs> Oh, that sound means it's time for the news with Big Daddy. A real journalist. Thank you, Big Mama Momo. Two dummies in Colorado were arrested after trying to trade weed with an undercover cop. The officer was just looking to sell his SUV. People often refer to marijuana as Mary Jane. <laughs> Long Island Iced Tea Corporation changed its name to Long Blockchain Corporation and stock soared as high as 500%. For those who don't know, blockchain is the technology that underpins Bitcoin. Big Daddy bought Bitcoin low and is P-rich AFRN. After being told he would miss three months due to a corrective surgery, an Aussie rugby player has decided to amputate his finger in order to be healthy for the upcoming season. He just kept breaking it anyway. It wasn't like he needed it. Headlines were brought to you by the free iHeartRadio app Allow Big Daddy to live in your pocket and download the free iHeartRadio app today. And transmission. That's right, Big Daddy gets to live in your pocket, and you never have to miss another John Bustegger, Scott Maxwell beatdown ever again if you go to the App Store on your smartphone and download our free iHeartRadio app today. You get all of that in addition to all your favorite music anytime, anywhere. Open up the App Store on your smartphone and download our free iHeartRadio app right now. At Real Radio 1041 on Twitter, brought to you by Seacoast Bank. See why local is better by visiting SeacoastBank.com. Better by all accounts since 1926. Member FDIC. From the You are listening to the Phillips File. Let's get away from sleigh bells. Let's get away from snow. Let's make or break some Christmas, dear. I know the place to go. How'd you like to spend Christmas on Christmas Island? How'd you like to spend the holiday away across the sea? How'd you like to spend Christmas on Christmas One of the best Island? ever. I love this song. Was this Dirty Jim's pick? Uh, it was not, oh. no. Uh, I think Buzz Decker mentioned it. I didn't know. No, I like the other one. The, the oh, Mekalicky Mike. Yeah, I like that one. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think I've ever heard that song. Well, if you knew how to operate the talkback feature, then I would have known exactly what your wishes <laughs> were. Yeah. I would have told you. But, but instead, you're just mouthing words to me through the three panes of glass. Uh, or turning your mic on during a commercial yeah. break. Yeah, yeah. I'm a newspa- I was a newspaper man. Yeah. I don't know how to work this radio Well, thing. I don't know how newspapers work. Well, here's a radio man who not only is on the Monsters in the Morning, but he has got his own program. Called Primetime Kitchen. Uh, it's on Friday nights at eight o'clock. Sunday mornings at eight a.m. Is that am I close? You're right on the oh, money there. Oh yes, I am. Uh, Dirty Jim is here on the file. Hey there, buddy. Hey, what's going on? What do you got? To, what do you got for this weekend? 
First things first, Bus Decker, do not feel bad. That talkback <laughs> system has puzzled many a professional. All right, good, 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 good. Well, it we is, won't call him a professional, I'm but not. I understand what you're saying. It is genuinely more complicated than any scientific calculator that you'll encounter from now until the end of the year, I promise. Uh, as far as the show goes, Primetime Kitchen, we're going to have in Detective Barbie. You know, we have her in every year to talk about the Primetime Chili Cook-Off coming up uh, January 13th. Seminole Harley. Uh, get started around 11. Go to about 1.30 or so until we hand out spoons. Of course, as always, it's only $5 to get in, and you get to chase uh, taste over 50 chilies plus uh, you get a bowl of Crime Line Chili, and this year, Beanbo Bakery is throwing in hot dogs and a bunch of other cool stuff. So uh, that's what we're talking about this uh, this week. And Isn't there always an odd category, or not odd, what do they call Most it? Most like unusual. Interesting ingredients or something where they put in, you know, armadillo or something. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, the unique, exotic. Then there's a professional category and the law enforcement category. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, there's uh, those. And by the way, it's, if you would like to do it, and we'd love you to, it's only $25 to enter for a team. That means you get to set up, hand out propaganda, however you want. Propaganda? Uh, yeah, if, you're, <laughs> if you're promoting stuff, it's a great way because there will be thousands of people there. And if you have something to promote, you do that and you enter a chili. But you also have to provide, uh, Jimmy, how much chili do you make? 25 gallons yeah. or something? No, no it's no. not 25 gallons. <laughs> it's like five uh, gallons, I think. Yeah, it's, I think it's like five to eight is what she says. You know, obviously, the more you bring, the more people you get in front of. I it's think Pinkman simple, should so. should do this. Pinkman is a judge. Oh, okay. yeah, never mind. Yeah. yeah, I'll be a judge now. Uh, Jimmy, you in the uh, past years, I know you have three spoon awards. Two were for what? Best in show. What do we call it? The yes, head best. head hog, and right. then uh, one. What was the People's the other choice, one? Wasn't People's it? choice. Mm-hmm. But yeah, people's choice. That was my most that, that's my most coveted one. You're in a new category this year. He is. Yeah, I'm cooking as a professional this year, which is bull hockey. <laughs> yeah. oh, what? How yeah. did you go from uh, amateur to professional? Because of the, uh, the primetime kitchen show. I do, yeah, I do not own a restaurant. I do not get paid to cook, but because I have a radio show that deals with cooking and I have cooked, ah, uh, I, I think it counts. I'm, I'm a pro. I've heard more than one professional refer to you as chef, so I think that counts, and you should be considered a pro. Are, are you afraid <laughs> to go up against the pros? Oh, listen, Neil, you're so cute, <laughs> so adorable. Um, no, I'm not. Yeah, I, I've cooked before. What? Oh, <laughs> sorry. I, what? So are you gonna? So are you gonna come up with something new? I don't know how to stop it. I don't know how to stop it. I don't know how to use the talkback button, but somebody else doesn't know know how to use the chicken button. You damn chicken! I'm not touching anything. You're damn skippy there, Fussnecker. Dirty Jim. Now you've you have perfected a recipe that's won you a couple of awards. Are you gonna stray from that or? You're just going to go with the tried and true. Well, nobody wants the same old recycled recipe. You're going to do man, something. Let the man answer this. No, let <laughs> us decide what is. Uh, I say he does go with tried no, and true. No, I think no one wants a retread. I think people do want some quality chili. They know they're going to get something good, and they haven't had it in an entire year. It's just the same old rank and file chili. You Boring. Don't, you don't nope. know that when you're, t- especially when you taste thirty chilies there. Oh in the no, afternoon. you don't. There's All always right. a chili that tastes like someone licked an ashtray or put an ashtray in there. <laughs> yeah, it's there nasty. <laughs> so just whatever you do, if you're going to change it up, don't put the ashes in there because that's disgusting. Dirty Jim, do you have anything to say? No, no. <laughs> this debate has been very entertaining and, uh, and very uh, mind-numbing, actually. <laughs> uh, it's not, it's not as riveting I, I, as the monsters in the morning uh, uh, right now. 
Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I don't know what I'm going to do. And the ash thing is we actually discussed what causes a lot of people to uh, not pay attention and scorch is what happens. That's what happens is you bring those turkey baster things and people bring those propane burners. And yeah. and you if you're going to have that direct kind of heat, you've got to keep it moving, man, because if it even sits for a short period of time, it'll – It'll scorch the chili, and of course, your natural inclination is to reach in there and stir everything up. And next thing you know, the word gets out that uh, you're serving uh, a campfire over there, That's and right. uh, nobody yeah. wants to taste your chili. One year, there were three or four that were like ashtray chili. You know, it was like, <laughs> oh, licking an ashtray. Wait, this Mo, is gross. As a judge, uh, I know you won't be there this Wait, year, no, however, but as town. a judge, I know I've sat next to you many a time. Ugh. Would you rather have a taste of ashtray chili or another taste of chili with a cricket on top of it? Oof. I think I'll go with the ashtray. Thank you. (laughs) Can I ask Jim a question? Oh, go ahead. You may. Go ahead. Jim, what's the secret of making good chili? Ooh, good Uh, one, Bustecker. Starting with a good base, and I actually made the chili, the flavor profile of the chili that wins the contest. I put it on my, uh, we have a webpage called uh, pckradio.com. Everybody could go and uh, subscribe and and uh, basically, it's that red wine reduction, chocolate, and believe it or not, I put beer in every chili I make, ah. and I use beef base as well. I like a nice, really rich, thick sauce, and uh, that's what's done well for me, that so, little combination there. That sounds like a professional talking to me. Thank oh, you. Yeah. <laughs> I rest my case. You're in the right category. Now, who makes the Crime Line chili? Prisoners. <laughs> <laughs> they don't go to prison and get it. Bustecker said they go to prison. No. That's not it. Who makes the, the cri- cri- Yeah. <laughs> no. The crime line chili is made by juvenile delinquents. No, stop it. It's that. actually their bodies jumped yeah. up into the <laughs> Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. You're getting pretty dark on That us. is so not right. Actually, it's made by Bubbaloo's bar- uh, Barbecue. Oh, yum. Okay, cool. So they do it uh, for years. They'll have somebody step up that makes it because you have to understand whoever does the chili, crumbling chili, uh, has to make like 200 gallons uh, Mm -hmm. because everybody who comes in not only gets a taste, but they get a full bowl of that particular chili, uh, and it's uh, good. We've had everything from curry chilies to uh, obviously white chilies. I made one year called the Green Monster, which was braised pork belly and and, uh, roast pork shoulder with tomatillos and poblano peppers, and it I thought it was one of the best chilies I've ever made. But I thought you said anything. that was your son's favorite meal. It is my son's favorite. To this day, it's a, my son's favorite meal I ever cooked in my life was that chili that I served that year that literally did not even get sniffed. Hey, Jim, what's your stance on putting uh, chili on spaghetti? No, I don't have really a stance on that because it's so communist. No, <laughs> oh, isn't that called like Cincinnati chili? That's right. It is Cincinnati yeah, chili. Yeah, that, that skyline chili that's super right. famous, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but you don't you don't venture into that area at all. No, 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 no. But you know what? I've actually I've I I may and I have done this. I love my chili over white rice, and I've done that before. My wife thinks it's the craziest thing ever. But oh, I do I've, that. Yeah, I've I do that. About making making my chili in the white rice, but really, to be honest with you, it just adds body and not real and not flavor. True. And when it comes to serving as fast as we have to serve uh, to get everybody, you know, a taste for me to create another step to that because i always do a i do a couple things would would just be a nightmare yeah. all right executive director of a uh, crime line detective barb will be on your show primetime kitchen it is 
Friday night, 8 o'clock, 8 to 9, and then repeat Sunday, 8 o'clock. 8 also, also, if anyone wants any more information on the 10th annual Crime Line Chili Cook-Off, you go to crimeline.org. There's a, a picture right there. You click on that. Get all the details. If you are, are planning, if you want to make a chili and, and, and serve it. Enter it, yes. And enter it. Yeah. Or if you just want to show up that day, five bucks, and then you get to taste all the chili. It's so much fun. I would be remiss to say this also. I mean, we do talk about the cook-off a lot, but, you know, one thing that a lot of people don't know about Barb, Barb travels a lot, and she's been in town a long time. So we actually discuss what we think are some of the best places to eat in the city and some of the best places she's eaten across the world. And it's actually some pretty cool places. I mean, she throws some of the Florida restaurants in there with some of the best she's eaten out across the nation. But you'll be surprised, I think, to see where she has has had the best food uh, in a long, long time. You'll, you'll be surprised where she says and where she gets it. Uh, and it's something you can encounter every single day, but it's just kind of unique how she points out that turns out. It's actually a very interesting show, so I appreciate you guys checking it out. All right, awesome. Thank you, Jimmy. Thank you. All right, bye. Yeah, yep. Yep. What? Yep. All right, say goodbye Boop. to him. I don't know if I That's did it right. Yeah, oh, maybe you just hung up. These buttons are hard here. You I don't, don't know, know what they do. Yeah, it's like, all I can do is remember the phone number, 407-916-1041 or 888 No, that's not it. See? <laughs> she remembers the phone number, but she always gives it out right before a segment where we don't want callers. Oh, that's, son uh, of a gun. That's 1-888-978-1041 so you can think about text. it. It's best to text 77031. There you go. All throughout the show, we can receive your text. Five Minute that's Professor right. is coming up in the next hour as well. Um, PTK, that's uh, Friday night at 8 with Detective Barb. Oh, no, yeah. No, with Dirty Jim. Yeah, he's a staple. Oh, I see. Detective Barb is the host. And Heather no. McPherson. Mm-hmm. That's right. She, let's not forget Heather. She's another, my, my former colleague. Another former Sentinel uh, alumnus. There's a lot of former Sentinel people. <laughs> Sentinel people are smart cookies. That's all I know. Yeah. I You're listening there. to the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. Tis the season to be real grateful that you did not get a tree and don't have to deal with that bullshit merry christmas from real radio 104.1 it's time to rise above the fudge jokes and hemorrhoid humor even if only for a few fleeting moments and actually learn something this is the five minute professor well it is time for the five minute professor last thursday he was sitting right here Ugh. And we did poorly, <laughs> I think. <laughs> no, no, no. I think we did. We, we did got like well. an 88 or an 89. Hello. Not so good. Is he there? Plus, baby. To be this close to being an A and to get an 89, that's a stink. It was bomb. good. B's really. good degrees. Uh, yeah, you well, can work true. at the Sentinel with grades like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> or yeah. real radio. Am I right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Hello, Professor. <laughs> good evening. <laughs> And, uh, Ms. Morris, uh, pleasure to be with you and with the balance of the file. Which one of you is the bungalower? That is me. Well, I'm the no, bus part no, of no, it. Close yeah. enough, though. No, neither Somebody one of us are bungalow. for the bungalower. Uh-huh. Well, somebody, no? No, nope. no bungalower today. It's me. You can hear the bungalower Friday night at 9. Yeah. Right. Exactly. I'm the bus part of it. Yeah. He's the bus part. Brendan That's O'Connor, right. Friday night at 9. He's the bungalower. Why you said? Do you put an extra syllable in it? Bungalower. 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 We pronounce Yeah, bungalower.com. The professor and I pronounce all the syllables. Oh, that's right. I see. I always said bungalower. Vegetable. Vegetable. Comfortable. Vegetable. Bungalower. What is our topic today, professor? It's interesting you should ask. 
because uh, a lot of times I, uh, I occasionally struggle with a topic. Uh-huh. I looked at some things. I looked at the fact that it's champagne on the 31st. Right. And I looked at the fact that it's National Candy Cane Day on the 26th. Oh, yes. Uh, and I thought maybe we could talk about buses. I, I had I struggled. <laughs> and, but then... Well, what'd you come up with? My, well, my daughter did something incredibly painful. Uh, so, fortunately, we, there was something I was just looking into. Um, on Friday last week, my eight-year-old... Oh, no. At, um, at her school's field day... Yes. ...managed to uh, completely uh, topple... Uh, ass over tea, uh, tea kettle. Yes. Uh, and broke off a fingernail. Oh, 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 oh. that sounds painful. Ah. Uh. So, so here's the thing. I was told that she she had she had completely broken off her fingernail, and I assumed that they were exaggerating. Okay. Well, why would you assume that? Well, well like a broken fingernail, they didn't think yes. the whole thing would be removed when he finally exactly got what to I his thought. daughter. I thought, oh, yeah, she broke her fingernail. It's broken. It's a little bloody. So they're, they're... No, there's no fingernail. Oh, the, whole, the whole thing ripped right off. Eww. Yes. Oh, I have no man. idea how you do that as an eight-year-old when you're running, but she managed to. She's a big scar on her elbow, big scar on her knee. Um. And she completely lost a fingernail. Cool. Uh, cool. <laughs> so so I decided, well, I wonder if this is a permanent feature that she's going to have going forward. Yeah. And have the exciting story. And? Uh, so I did some research on what fingernails are. And uh, so we're going to talk about fingernails today. <laughs> well, already then. So let's begin the lecture, shall we? And then we'll have questions we afterward. And hopefully as a group, we will get an A this week. <laughs> Primates have fingernails primarily, mm-hmm. uh, as opposed to claws. There are a couple of primates that have a uh, they they still have a residual claw for that they use for grooming that's on their feet. But yeah, it's, it's Pinkman entirely has one of those. claws, <laughs> claws, and fingernails. Pinkman uh, doesn't groom himself though. <laughs> uh, but claws <laughs> tend to have their own muscular structure, which fingernails do not. Okay. That's that's the big difference. Um, Nails are closer, actually, to horns and hooves than they are to claws. Okay. Structurally. Uh Uh-huh. And nails themselves are made of dead keratin tissue that has been layered and hardened. So your fingernail is dead almost all the time that you can see it. Mm. It's dead material, which is covering... Um, the nail bed, a place which is rich with capillaries and blood flow immediately beneath it. Uh Uh, But it serves a really, I think, fascinating function uh, because the primary job, we think of the primary job of the fingernail is to protect the end of the finger and that delicate area underneath it. But that delicate area underneath it is only there because the fingernail's there. Wait a minute. (laughs) <laughs> what? What? No, Fritz, all of a sudden he woke up. I don't, shenanigans over there? Yeah. Hey, yeah. Shenanigans. I don't like this. Out of this. Does anybody ever call the little professor out or not? 
Oh, the Texans do it oh, weekly. Okay. Yeah, every right. day. They're wrong. Every though. No. They're wrong. Um, <laughs> so, so the idea of the fingernail is not to protect what's underneath the fingernail. The part that's underneath the fingernail makes the fingernail. The fingernail serves really two major important purposes, and the first one I think is fascinating. Hmm. I would like you to take your index finger of either hand, and I want you to use not the tip of it, but the middle of it. Mm-hmm. between the first and second joint. Yeah. And I want you to press against the edge of the table or the steering wheel if you're driving and, and press and, and just see how that feels when you press with that. And now, with the exact same finger, press in the exact same place with the tip of your finger. Okay. And it should feel like there's tremendously more pressure. The purpose of the fingernail is to make it so we are more sensitive to pressure at the tips of our fingers. Uh-huh. It creates something for the finger to press against to create pressure. Because if it was just flesh oh. all the way around, we wouldn't have that sensitivity to pressure. Is that true? The body is an amazing mechanism, it, isn't it? Th- th- that is the, the, the purpose, the structural purpose that fingernails hold is that they provide that ability to have increased pressure sensitivity in the end of our digits, which used to be super important when we were hanging from trees. Yeah, I see. It's either that or for picking your nose, Mo. Uh-huh. Well, fingernails also serve There is another the purpose, purpose, right? Yeah. They, they serve the digging purpose oh. as well, and they can be used as, a, uh, as an extension tool, <laughs> you know, like when you're picking out a splinter or something. That's true. But their primary function structurally in the human body is to provide that pressure resistance at the tip of your fingers. There's nothing, there's no sensitivity in the fingernail itself. How would you, you scr- wait a minute, the number one job of a fingernail is to scratch uh-huh. and itch. It's <laughs> true. If you didn't have fingernails, you could not successfully scratch and itch. So I don't understand, that to me is the number one purpose and joy of a fingernail. Mosquito uh, okay, bite. We could have trees. Oh, please. That's ridiculous. <laughs> um, you know, people are in an office. They have an itch. They have an ant bite. They have a mosquito bite. Fingernails serve the sole purpose of scratching that itch. You could get one of those Cracker Barrel uh, oh, back scratches. Yeah. 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 It's a good time. Absolutely. All right. All right. So structurally, although it does serve that purpose, structurally in the body, its job is to create that back pressure. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Toenails serve the same functions. In all primates, but since we stand erect and we don't do anything with our toes anymore, <laughs> we don't even notice it. The, the job of the toe now doesn't have any of the same structural kind of purpose that fingers hold right. at this point mm-hmm. in time. The rate of speed of growth of fingernails mm. is related to the length of the distal phalange. As uh, everyone knows. Uh, I, love I don't that know one. what that means. <laughs> All right, it's, it's the length of your finger. What's the name of my band in high school. <laughs> the, the distant phalanges. No, the, uh, the distal phalanges. So it's the, the finger bone or the toe bone that is last. That is the distal, the last so the pinky, the pinky, bone. The pinky finger. No, no, no. So, so in each finger, it's the bone that's last. Oh, the end, the very So the tip. length of yeah. that bone determines how fast your nail grows. So the longer that bone, the faster your nail grows. So for me, 
that means my thumb actually grows fastest. My thumbnail grows fastest. Then my middle finger and my ring finger are more or less the same. And then and my big toe's in there someplace too. Oh, because my big toe's probably got a longer <laughs> distal phalange. All right, but that's that's what that is what helps to regulate that rate of growth is the length of that bone. So your so, pinky toe does not grow a toenail as fast as your thumb. How long till your daughter has a replacement fingernail? That's an interesting question because on average human nails grow about three millimeters per month. Oh, that's not much. Of an inch. That's like not, three months. To completely, three, four months, to, right? Yeah, to completely regrow a fingernail is going to take about three to six months, they say. Mm-hmm. Toenails don't grow as quickly in general, so about 12 to 18 months. If it doesn't grow back, did you hear what happened to this rugby player in Australia? What happened to his finger? No. Yeah, well, they cut uh, it off. Yeah. He just amputated <laughs> it because it was more trouble than it was worth. No, he no it was whole... something else, but he just chopped his whole finger off. I have a question. <laughs> oh, Fritz. Yeah. Do the, the toenails not grow back as fast because of all of the, the pressure that we place on the feet every day? Is that why? No, I, I think it's because of the length of the distal phalange. They're, they're just shorter. The, hmm. the, that final that bone last... is shorter, so they don't grow as quickly. My big toe toenail grows insanely quickly. What? And when I was in high school, I would go through sneakers by my big toe wearing through the top of my sneaker. That is not a lie. Mm. So my foot wouldn't get longer before I wore, wore out a pair of sneakers. The top of the shoe gets sick and tired of my big toe trying to tunnel out. <laughs> Your parents should have just bought you some flip-flops, then you wouldn't have to worry about that. <laughs> yeah, Massachusetts. I did not know of flip-flops. Until you moved to Florida. Until I moved to Florida, I did not know of flip-flops. Nail growth uh, can show history of recent health and physiological imbalances, and has been used as a diagnostic tool since ancient times. There's a... Uh, a thing called Bose lines, B-E-A-U, apostrophe S, Bose lines, which are deep grooves that run along, they look like growth rings mm-hmm. on the fingernail, uh, and they can, uh, they can form a cross, and they are usually a, uh, a natural consequence of aging, although they can also be resulting from some diseases. There are some diseases which cause discoloring, thinning, thickening, brittleness, Grooves. All right, now I'm starting to get skeeved out. Okay, so hang on just a minute. <laughs> we're going we're gonna to wrap up the lecture and start asking the questions in just a couple of minutes, and we'll see if we can negotiate an A between the five of us. Uh, and, of course, Jim in absentia. Uh, and uh, we will do that as the Phillips file continues. This is Moira, and this is Real Radio 104.1. That music means it's time for the conclusion of the 5-Minute Professor's lecture, and then we'll turn it over to the questions and see if we can secure a uh, excellent grade, as we all often do. Or a B. No, no, that wouldn't be excellent. That would be good. That's above average. Mm, that's true. Yeah. Is that how you passed at UCF with a B? Yeah. I- I'm sorry. I thought we pointed out I was cum laude. Oh, no, God, that was yeah. me. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I'm sorry, Professor. Let's uh, get to the, you know, the finalize the uh, lecture we and then move along. We will do that. By the way, while that's happening, uh, I'm getting a chili, uh, a Philly cheesesteak made because I am at uh-huh. the Philly Philly before I go over to the Philly Grape for our final 2017 trivia show of the year. What? At the Philly Philly. 
that should be so a great. good. I'm sure you'll have a good turnout tonight. The last one of the year. Well, the last one here of the year because I still have one Saturday, still have one Tuesday. Oh, oh, oh. But not at the Philly Philly. The last one at the Philly. The last time in Maitland that you can see the Five Minute Professor live is tonight. But in next tw- year, in 2017, right? In 2017, 2017. Oh, yeah. yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, don't get worried. Don't get worried, Bustecker. It's going to be fine. Yeah. Yep. All right. So a couple of things I just want to wrap up with. Things which are good and important for nail growth. Uh, vitamin A, vitamin B12, iron, proteins, essential fatty acids are all required. Now, my mom used to hate that I chewed my nails. Yeah, me too. And she used to put Tabasco sauce on my nails. Ooh. Tasty. Yeah, it just oh. makes them tasty. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yes. <laughs> what it ended up doing was it ended up making me really like spicy food. But, <laughs> oh, boy. But here's the thing. Um, it turns out that although they're hard, the fingernails are actually very, very... Um, they're, it's easier for things to be absorbed through your nails than it is through your regular skin. Really? What? Yes. Yes. So Pinkman you, doesn't believe you. It's easier to absorb things through your nails than your skin because they are more porous than your skin. Huh. Fake news. And <laughs> you have those capillaries right underneath. So uh, the thing that was really bad about the Tabasco is that if I had chewed any of my skin, it right. would really uh, hurt. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it burns, right? Yeah. Yes. Uh, most primates, by the way, do bite their nails to keep them short. Right. Uh, but every once in a while, there'll be uh, there'll be an ape or a chimp who doesn't bite their nails uh, because they just like having them. All right. But then they do plenty of things which would shorten the nails, so their nails don't get super duper long. That can't be fun if you're picking the nits out of your friend. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that would be a nail yeah. problem. Uh, there's actually uh, as part of my research, I uh, saw a captive gorilla. Oh. Uh, who there was a female gorilla who didn't shorten her nails, and she liked to pick the nose of this male gorilla. Oh, God. Points. <laughs> question number one. Yes, question. Now, just yell out your name, John. Right. Or we have to yeah. we have to tell John how to play yeah. this game. Yeah. John, right, I right, listen. Right, right. I listen. All right, yell out your name. Uh, according to the good folks at Guinness, the longest individual nail is the thumbnail of a man from India. How many centimeters long is the longest individual nail, Mr. Bretcher? I believe I remember seeing it. It would curl up. It was so long. I'm gonna, But centimeters, I get on the 2.54 to the inch, carry the two and square the root of that. I'm going to go 25 centimeters. Dramatically more. Uh, Fritz, uh, 150 Fritz. centimeters. I'm going to give you points for 150. It's 146.3. Oh, wow. 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 No one, no one else even got to guess. Uh, excellent. I love that. Yeah. Fritz, good work. Thank you, Maura. Nine inches long. I was going to accept anything between 145 and 150. You guys went right to 150. Nice job. Fritz, good work. you sounded Carry so different this Thursday, Fritz. <laughs> yes, you did. Mm, I wonder why. It's weird. Mm. Fritz. Um, <laughs> if the nails were straight, and they are, uh, that fingernail would be four inches longer than Peter Dinklage is tall. Jeez. <laughs> oh, my. Peter, who has won two Golden Globes and an Emmy for his role on Game of Thrones, was born in what year? What year was Peter Dinklage born? Moira, Moira work off me. Yes. yes. Okay, yep. 1972. Before 1972. John. Okay, John. 1968. After 1968. There you go. Nice window. Jack. Done. 1970. Before 1970. There it is. Mm. Fritz. 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 
I thought Mr. Maxwell called in there for a second. Hold <laughs> on, Mr. Fritz. Fritz, go ahead, Fritz. Mr. Fritz? No, you go ahead, Fritz. 1969. 1969 is absolutely hey, hey, <laughs> Also in 1969, Long John Silvers opened their first restaurant Ooh. in what 15th? State of the Union. In what, what? 15th State 15th. of the Union. Oh, State boy. Union. Um, John. Okay. Mr. Bussick. Ohio. Further East. Okay. Jack. Pennsylvania. No. Further South. Mm. Tennessee. Tennessee. That's one of the third. Fritz. Oh. Mr. Fritz. Kentucky? Kentucky is absolutely... Oh, there it is. Right. Hey. Fritz is crushing it today. this team on his back. Mm-hmm. Over yeah, the yeah, finish yeah, yeah, yeah. line. It's so close to the ocean, you know? President yeah, Jackson's birth, birthplace. Uh, the first Long John Silvers <laughs> was opened in Lexington, Kentucky. <laughs> oh, Lexington, yeah. Well, Very well known for their for the... seafood there in Lexington, <laughs> Kentucky. <laughs> They're landlocked. How would they have such a seafood place? <laughs> what? Lexington, Kentucky was named for uh, the Battle of Lexington, fought in Massachusetts in what year? Oh, there's that. Uh, what John. The Battle of Lexington fight, yep. Mr. Bustaker. 1776. Before 1776. Moira, 1773. Moira. After 1773. I'm setting you up, folks. Let's Pinkman. go. Okay, go, Pinky. Mr. Pinkman. 74. After 1774. Oh, damn it. Jackie? Wait, what's our window here? 1774 to 1776. <laughs> huh. Does anyone have a guess? I'm going to go, <laughs> Jack? Mr. Bradshaw. 1775. That is absolutely correct. Yes! Yes! Ah, take that, Fritz. You're not the only brainiac around here. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Cum laude. Oh, boy. shot of what would become the American Revolution would be fired at Lexington. Mm-hmm. However, the phrase shot heard around the world was from a poem from 1837, which was named the Concord Hymn. The same day, the Battle of Concord was fought the same day as Lexington, but the shots were first fired at Lexington. So here's the question I have for you. Who wrote the Concord Hymn? It was an American poet whose first name was Ralph. John. Mr. Bustaker. Ralph Waldo Emerson. That is absolutely Damn. correct. There yes. is. Between yes. him and it's Ralph so Mouth. for me to have an intellectual here. <laughs> All right, listen. Yeah, like none of us ever heard of that. <laughs> Baseball shot heard around the world was a ninth-inning playoff-winning home run by Bobby Thompson in the first nationally televised baseball game. That was in what year? John. Oh, go, go ahead. Go, go ahead. Go, go, John, Nin- get it. 1951? 1951 is absolutely oh, right. Goodness gracious. They're I both baseball nerds. The Giants win the pennant. The Giants win the pennant. <laughs> what team won the World Series in 1951? Oh. Oh. Fritz. Wow. Mr. Fritz. The Brooklyn Giants? The Dodgers? No. No. That, is, that is not going to be accurate in any number of ways. <laughs> yeah. No. Uh, Moira, the New York Yankees. The New York Yankees. Yay. Those bastards I was, I was won thinking, the 1951 Damn Yankees. Damn Yankees. Oh, Damn Yankees. The <laughs> band featuring Ted Nugent, Tommy Shaw, Jack Blades toured the U.S. during what U.S.-involved military action? The band Damn Yankees featuring Ted Nugent, Tommy Shaw, and Jack, Jack Blades. Yes? Grenada. Not Grenada. What was the rest of that? During, toured during what? Toured, toured 
the U.S. during what U.S. involved military action? Fritz. Mr. Fritz. Was it Operation Storm? Desert Storm? Desert I Storm? I accept Desert Storm. They, they, they toured during the first Gulf War. So I was ah, that's right. 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 Before Desert Storm. We'll take it. Those are all correct. Nicely done. Fritz bonus points. Operation Lightning? <laughs> no, he's already giving Stop you credit. What are you doing? Damn it. How many days between when Iraq invaded Kuwait and when Operation Desert Storm liberated Kuwait? Ooh. February 26, 1991. How many days passed? Work off me. Fritz. <laughs> Mr. Fritz. 33. More than 33. Jack, 88. More than 88. Ooh. Oh, boy. Moira, 300. Fewer than 300. Jeez. Jim. Oh, Jim. Nice. Well, make 175. It make... More than 175. All right, we've oh. got a window. That's a... Sh- that's a big window. John. John, there's John. me and John left. Two, 204. What? More. <laughs> but not a lot more. You can tell the way it went more. Than, that's like it's it, oh. eh, barely more. Scott Maxwell. <laughs> Stop <laughs> it. <laughs> 206. More. Oh, <laughs> no, Pinky. Is anyone left? Uh, oh, Pinkman. Oh, oh Pinky. Yeah. Come oh, on. Pinkman's here. Go 210. No, it's not. Oh, yeah, okay, go ahead. Two. Not that high. Not that high. Go lower. Go 208. 2-0. Yeah. 8. 2-0. 8. 208 is absolutely Yay! Thank you, Scott Maxwell. Oh, thank God Wanzi is walking through the door. Right <laughs> the best so unimpressed. Oh, my God. At 2.08 this afternoon on iHeartRadio, uh, uh, on the iHeartRadio app for WTKS, a caller named Jim was described with what two-word phrase by a man who is not normally on the news junkie? At 2.08 this afternoon, I happen to have my radio on, and I wrote this question at 2.08. Uh-huh. So a uh, a caller named Jim was described by what two-word phrase by a man who is not normally on the news junkie? But they were on the I, news junkie. I'm looking junkie. for the phrase. I'm looking for phrase. the phrase that was used to describe Jim, who was a caller on the news junkie. The phrase was used by someone who was not normally on the news junkie. Oh, I don't know. This is so confusing. I don't understand the question, but no, I wasn't I don't Program director. If anyone listened today, you'd know. None of us long. listened today. No, I <laughs> well, was not at work. A, not at 208. I mean, I might have missed it. Um, by what phrase? By somebody who's not normally on the news junkie. So is it something yeah. like, um, did he call him a, uh, like Jim Phillips? Did he call him, like, did he call him? No, no Professor, is, is this the last question? <laughs> no. It is the next to last question. Ah, oh, damn it. Penultimate points. You penultimate. I'll give you points for penultimate. Yeah! Thank you. I said it first. No. Oh, yes. You did say it first. Thank you, Jack. How does it feel, Fritz? I hate it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know. Oh, man. Because you guys aren't getting Yeah, I don't know what no. your question is. I mean, I get the Dude, question. Scott is a nice guy. Oh, a nice oh, guy. Oh, was it me? It was Mr. Pinkman. Oh, my God. Professor, did you know it was a, uh, an old show today? They were off. Well, that's, that is immediately before I texted you and said, are we live today, question mark? Ah. <laughs> <laughs> because I knew that this show was not live. <laughs> so what I was listening to from October. Damn All it. right, final question. Cool. Mr. Pinkman is my daughter's favorite radio person. Yes. Aww. 
including me. Take that, Fritz. However, However, she's disappointed because I have told her he is not actually a man who is pink. Oh, that's true. <laughs> or a man, really. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I, I defended you to Scott Maxwell, and this is how you do me. Oh. Now that was awesome. I learned my lesson. You a long know time how ago. I do you, yeah, pink yeah. man. Yeah. We, <laughs> we ought to get a lot of points for that zinger. I'm sorry. Just shut your mouth. Oh, you shut your mouth. <laughs> yes, awesome. <laughs> Mr. Penguin was on this afternoon. Penn Gillette paints which finger with red nail Jack. polish in honor of the... His Mr. pinky. It is not his pinky. <laughs> what? No. Oh. It is probably his second or third fastest growing nail. Oh. oh uh, what? His pointer. Mr. Mr. Oh, sorry. Index. His ring finger. It is not his index finger. Frank said ring. Pinkman. Middle finger. It is not his his middle finger. Someone say thumb. Right, we've got two more. Yeah. He said he Wait, said what, ring. What do we, what do we got? You so said far? middle. Yeah, she said index. I said pinky. Wait. That only leaves thumb. I, oh yeah, you're right. No, I didn't hear anyone say ring finger. Oh, that was me. No. He said it earlier. That's what he said it before John, he was ring talking finger. when he was talking. Okay. <laughs> if you're ring finger, nicely. Done. Oh, there oh, it is. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. Oh, how does it feel? Ah, take that. <laughs> Wrongly lose points. <laughs> a pendulette with his uh, with, with his, uh, his ring ring on. You can see it. Yeah, All right. that's it. I'm nice taking off tomorrow. An outstanding bit of work today. Oh, I hope so. 88. That's 88. excellent, right there. 88. That's it. That's it. That's it. That's it. That's it. I apologize. What? This is a 98. Oh, oh. Lame. lame. Solid A. That's I totally mean, an A. It's an A+. Plus. An a plus. Yeah, indeed. Absolutely. And now, tell fact, me... Okay, go ahead. I'm it, sorry. It, it would have only been a 92 if if not for uh, two people having used penultimate. Um, <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. that out there. Good job <laughs> with your vocabulary today. I would like to, again, have you repeat where you're going to be tonight and what your game plan is for the holiday season. Uh, as soon as I stop talking to you, I'm going to start wrapping my mouth around a Philly cheesesteak. Mm -hmm. And then I'm going to be going to the Silly Grape. That's where we do trivia every single Thursday night except for next week. Um, uh, but we're there tonight, the last Thursday night in Maitland for 2017. On Saturday, I will be at Waco Taco. Waco Taco attached to the Hourglass Brewery on Ronald Reagan in Longwood. Right. And on Tuesday... We will be having our Boxing Day special at Post Time oh, yeah. Lounge Ooh. and Cafe. Ooh, very lovely. We're, we're expecting a huge crowd. People for, want to get uh, away from their family. Of course you're going to have a huge lots crowd. Lots of Canadians well, actually, will be there. We already know there are over uh, over 30 reservations already for Post Very nice. Well, you have a wonderful Merry Christmas, a Happy New Year. We'll talk to you on the other side. I'm looking forward and to it. And thank you for all the hard work you did for all of 17 and for umpteen years before that. Thank and, you. And I appreciate make, it. And make sure uh -huh. Santa brings your daughter something nice now that she's, like, you know, laid up for the holiday Maybe season. Maybe some mittens or some well, gloves that come with that finger. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Four bushels of fingernail polish. Oh, boy. Right. Thank you. Maybe Five a minute Lee Press-On nail. <laughs> oh, no. Five-minute professor, thank you. You're listening to The Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. That means it's time for Big Daddy. Thank you, Big Mama Momo. Tennesseans will be allowed to bring their guns into the new Capitol building, but apparently handheld signs are prohibited. This is why we can't have nice things. A New Hampshire man slipped out of his handcuffs and assaulted police officers after stealing a car. 
The cop took stitches around their eye but the perp was tackled. Only a dang dummy steals a car and fights a cop. Lastly, a Nebraska elderly couple told authorities the 60 pounds of marijuana found on them was meant to be used as Christmas gifts. Big Daddy wanna be in that family so bad. <laughs> Headlines were brought to you by the Phillips File Live blog. See the 500 facts video at realradio.fm. End transmission. Call now for person, place, or thing. 407-916-1041. From... You're listening to The Phillips File. Real Radio. 104.1. Well, it started out. We're going to look back at 2017 and the people who've passed away. The voice you're hearing now is number one on my list. That was Tom Petty, rock and roll icon, will be remembered forever with um, lots of hits. Free fall. I mean, I could list, you know, from now till next week of all of the hits. So Tom Petty passed away in 2017. Let's move down the list. Hugh Hefner. Yep. Passed away in 2017. Not Changed. a shocker, really. No, he's 105. So. He Kinda wasn't okay. that old, no, but <laughs> he, he was up it. there. He was, yeah. yeah, he was totally up there. Of course, Playboy Empire. Uh, we will move down to comedian Don Rickles. Passed yep. away. Not a shocker. In oh, 2017. Yeah. Right, he had. He was 90. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, let's move a little further down the list. Chuck Berry passed away, a pioneer of rock and roll. Mm-hmm. Uh, he also was 90 years old. Uh, Bill Paxton. Passed away, not only in Titanic. That was surprising. That was. I forgot about that. Yep. Chet from Weird Science. True. Yeah, that's right. Bill from the... from Twister, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) I was going to say the (laughs) Twister. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And let's see, where are we here? And then Chuck Berry, Bill Paxton, and then I thought Richard Hatch was the guy from Survivor. Yes. Yeah. He is. He is? Yeah. I don't think he died, did he? No. He no. Just, he just well, cheats the government not, out of taxes. This is taxes. not the same Richard Hatch, then. Because I thought it was Richard Hatch, but it was Captain Apollo. He he was also in Battlestar Galactica. He was in all this other stuff, and he co-authored seven novels oh, in the Battlestar Galactica Yeah, series. that Richard Hatch. I didn't know. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. Different guy. I saw guy. Richard Hatch, and I thought, oh, Survivor. The naked guy. The naked gay guy. That's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. From the very first Survivor. But that's not him. He's alive and well. Thank you. I don't want to say anybody's dead. That I, I mean, I have, <laughs> yeah. I have a history of doing that. Really? I did yeah. it for John Bon Jovi. Oh, yeah, did, oh really? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, like an April Fool's You've never heard that, No, John. it was an internet uh, hoax. So oh. John Bon Jovi. And I fell victim to an internet Really? Yeah. Like, anyway, we yeah, mourn the past. your sources on those. We had, yeah, she did. She sources. saw it on Twitter, and then she oh, checked it on Facebook. Right. No. Right. <laughs> no. <laughs> that is not the case. And the listeners know this, but we have explained this story to every single guest host we've had true. over the past two weeks. Because we've been doing dead people, and uh, I would like mistakenly said Bon Jovi was dead. John not Bon Jovi? De- He's alive. Okay, fine. John Bon Jovi? Yes, I know. Stop saying it. And he'll we, die eventually, so actually, he'll be right. It came up in your time hop, so we know how many years ago. Was it six years six. ago? It was on that day. Yeah. Uh, two days yesterday, yeah. maybe? Yeah. Um, six years ago a couple, and two days ago. All right. oh, John my. Bon Jovi? All right. <laughs> yeah. Um, we are uh, we are just about ready. First of all, I don't know if we said thank you like a million times, but thank you for being here and being co-host. No problem. Pinkman uh, hasn't said thank you, but the rest of you have. I, I appreciate I don't that. Care. Pinkman, you're so rude. 
That's no, he thanked me as soon as I got here today. It's a generation of expectation. They expect See? many things. They there expect things to be oh, perfect. Oh, would I take time out of my day? Yeah, Come he, here, yeah. I do he, expect to thank not you. Not you. Oh. oh. <laughs> no. I'm, sorry. I'm sorry. Were you counting yourself as a millennial? <laughs> no, I am. How old are you? I'm 35. I'm the last. He's the very beginning I'm the, I'm of like it. I'm the first year. Don't let John fool you. He's 300. He's got like a Dorian Gray portrait in his ass. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think it's that little swaft of Jay Leno Gray uh, hair that you have oh, that makes you I seem see. a lot older. I think you should thank Pinkman for coming in every day. He does we, a great job. We want job. to thank him every day. We've established that. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. I, don't know how, I don't know how the, the radio station operates without him, honestly. Thank yeah. you, John. Here from morning saint. till night. Quite Are we going to play person, place, or thing? We have time, right? Let's do it. Please, let's say, Matt, you get to choose person, place, or thing. Which uh, category would you like? Oh, let's go place. Place. All right. We want to thank Brad for providing these clues. Thanks, Brad. Thanks, Brad. Thanks, Brad. Thanks, Brad. In, uh, clue number one, Matt, it was hard to get around this place, but now is namely a source of optimism. Mm, um, Easy. I'm going to go to New York City for lack of That's your final answer? Here we go. Yeah. No, uh, no, no, no. It is a city that never sleeps, but I don't think that's it. Uh, let's try. Lisa, are you ready to play? A place. Here's your clue. A Portuguese explorer was the first in the modern era to cross its threshold, leading to better east-west relations. Um... John Busdecker, so smug. He thinks he knows it. Look at yeah. him. Oh, there, I like, knew it on the first clue. <laughs> the Cheshire Cat. Oh, I know this. Oh, I'm a millennial. I went to college. <laughs> I'm a 35. <laughs> I thought he was right for a newspaper. <laughs> I'm sorry. I read a book in no, my life. Sh- my fault. Oh, so okay. we have a uh, I'm sorry, Lisa. What was your answer? <laughs> we had uh, Smug uh, Busdecker here giving us some. Smug Decker. <laughs> yeah, Smug Decker. Smug. I like yeah, that. Right. What, That's good. What was the first, what was the first clue? It, it was hard to get around this place, but now is namely a source of optimism. I know it's the very. Fou- what? Yeah, the, the Fountain of Youth. Oh, Fountain of Youth, you say? That's your final answer? No, 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 no. Oh, is that what you thought? No. Well, you oh, tried. good. Well, all no. right. All right, well, let's see. You want me to write down it so I don't ruin this? Yeah. All right, I'll write it down. Don't say it. Don't oh. say it out loud. Here, just write it on the back of something. All right. You, Here. You tell everybody if I got Here. it right. All right, I will. Uh, let's see. James. James, are you on? Are you ready to play? Need so much We're ready to go. All right. It was settled as a Dutch colony, occupied then by the French, but later, that is correct, but later ceded <laughs> to the British. And Busdecker knew on the first clue, not for nothing. I was the captain of my quiz bowl team in high school, by the way. <laughs> uh-huh. Quiz bowl. <laughs> oh, boy. Just a wild shot. Um, um, yes? Haiti. Haiti, you say? Oh. That's your final answer? Is well, that... not really, but yeah. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, no. Good idea that it wasn't your final answer, because that's not right. It was a good guess. Uh, no, not really. They're wrong. Uh, Craig, uh, you want to give it a shot here with your fourth clue? You ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Yeah, okay. All right, Craig. Yo, Brody, surf's up. Put on your superhero cape. We're heading to the tip of the action. I, was, I, think, I think that makes it more confusing. Right, yeah, because I'm... you're thinking of another location. Thanks, Brad. Mm-hmm. Thanks, Brad. No, this is kind of, See, I think this is a better clue. If you, It was hard to get around this place, but now is namely a source of optimism. That's clue one. 
A Portuguese explorer was first in the modern era to cross its threshold, leading to better east-west relations. Settled as a Dutch colony occupied by the French, later ceded to the British, and now, yo, Brody, surf's up. Put on your superhero cape. We're heading to the tip of the action. I have no idea. Uh, I know it's a tough Taiwan. one. Taiwan. That's your final answer? Yeah. Mm-mm. No, I'm sorry. Well, let's see. This last one's usually the giveaway clue, and it's Beth. Is it the Beth? Is it our Beth? Is she on? It is our Beth. It is. Beth, hello. Giveaway. Hey. Hey, my goodest, bestest friends in the world. Hey there, my friend. Here is your clue for this place. Okay. Okay. All right, here we go. It's a place. Oh, good. There's hope with this clue. It's the legendary home of the Flying Dutchman. Flying Dutchman, the Flying Dutchman. Flying Dutchman. Aye. Aye, aye, aye. Aye, you know this one? Bikini Uh, Bottom. Come on, give me the first clues again. Aye, vey. Hard to get around this place. (laughs) Yeah, I'm a pain in the butt. (laughs) I I was kind of thinking that, but I didn't want to say it out loud. Well, I am, and you know that. It was hard to get... Y'all love me. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. It was hard to get around this place... But now is namely a source of optimism. I think that's the best clue of all. Uh, here's the second one. A Portuguese explorer was the first in the modern era to cross its threshold. Then it was settled as a Dutch colony, French, ceded to the British. Put on your superhero cape. That's a good clue. And oh, good. There's hope with this clue. This is your clue, Beth. Oh, good. There's hope with this clue. It's the legendary home of the Flying Dutchman. Texting oh, services all over. I know this. <laughs> Got to have an answer, baby, because we're going to give it to somebody. I, I know it. I know it. I, I don't know it. I know. <laughs> it's okay. It's Bye, a, Beth. Uh, it, we have people online. We do. Know. Okay, it's Cape of uh, Cape of Good Hope. Cape of Good Hope. There it yeah, is. Cape of Good Hope. Bob Cape from Hope. New Smyrna Beach. All right. We tomorrow will have Sabrina as our guest host. Yep. Thanks to Jack and Fritz and Pinky, and of course, thanks to our co-host. Thanks for having John me, John Bustecker. Uh, yeah, from the Collective. Yes. 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 Excellent. Uh, a nonprofit group uh, that all helps each other out. We will be here tomorrow after the News Junkie and the Monsters in the Morning. Have a great night. Bye bye. Good night, Penny. Good night, Will. Remember, brush your teeth.